uh, it feels podcast, official, but just what <laughs> it feels official. It feels very official right now. Just starting the recording. Yeah, there's red lights and it yeah, says yeah, the it's red doing lights. it. There's a yeah. counter. I it's, it's, yes, I've changed my mind. <laughs> what if I told you that in uh, five seconds the cameras are all going to turn on automatically? I'm not. I'm not. That's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> hey, not going to happen. I denied uh, its capability of doing so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, same. There's ways around that. Actually, no. There's no way around that. <laughs> um. Uh. What was I going to say? I was going to say something else. I don't, I don't remember. Know. What were you going to say? It wasn't important. Okay. I mean, it may have been important, but it is no longer important. The importance has gone. Wow, that's a weird way to start it off. What? <laughs> what? What? The podcast. You can't just say it's the importance has passed. For the... Oh, no. Actually, not the podcast. The importance oh, no, of the podcast the, has not arrived were, yet. Whatever you were going to say. Hi, Slay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're starting now. This is Urban okay. Theories, episode something. I'm Jonah, that's Moose. Hi, Slay. Hi, I'm Slay. <laughs> Hi, Slay. Is that how we start? Mm-hmm. How yeah. long have you? How long have you been doing it? Four um, years. Um, four and a half, almost. I think. Four and a half years. Four and a half. Wow. Five. Yeah, five years. Like, um, in May, April, May. And did that for you? Was that started on Twitch then? Yeah. Like your yeah. journey there. Nice. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But Twitch, it didn't. Twitch via PlayStation Four. <laughs> oh, nice. So it wasn't yeah. even PC initially. No, no, I didn't even Phantom? have a PC. At okay. The time. I was. You, um, wow. I was uh, a Mac. Uh, heavy Apple user because of video mm. editing and stuff like that. That just that's just my preference. And uh, I had a PS4 though, and a few friends were doing it, and I tried it, and that's that was the start of it. Did you use the Mac for streaming, or is there like a I, app on PS4? Well, PS4 has had a built-in okay. um, system for it, uh, which mm. was fine. You just can't do overlays or anything like that. Like they okay, they basically yeah. made it to broadcast, and they had like a thing if you had a camera, you could hook it up, you could have chat on there, whatever. Um, so there were some features to it. It wasn't crazy robust or anything like that. There wasn't customization. What I ended up doing um, after a few weeks is I found out how to mirror my PlayStation to my Mac, um, which was a whole bunch of unnecessary. <laughs> it and, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, like I had an overlay and everything that I ran. Like I got OBS for Mac and I ran the PlayStation into it and I was mirroring that like the... Uh, it was dude it was a lot okay. anyways it uh that, so i was i yeah i customized it and you know that was about a month of doing that and then i that's when i started investing in a pc and i and obviously it wasn't even city skylines content at that time either. no no it was it was another i don't know like so i guess i started around like i started messing around with it in april and mainly it was recording like rainbow six siege it was like our games because we were playing right. pretty, pretty heavily I was playing with a group and we would record it and kind of go back like one or two of us might go back and like watch a match to see we we're trying to figure out like how to do tactics and stuff um strategies for it and uh people sometimes like if a friend wasn't there to play they would watch us if they were like at work or whatever 
And I noticed like, you know, friends, other friends had been doing it for a little bit and it seemed like, I guess, fun. Um, plus I was unemployed at the time. So I just had an abundance of time, like a lot, a lot of life stuff happened that led to that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so I was just doing that while applying to jobs and it just kind of took over some of my free time, which was probably good at the time. And um, I think I was on the PlayStation for like, you know, towards, I got like affiliate at the beginning of May, I think. Um, so there's a few weeks of, of streaming, got affiliate. And of then, the year that you started streaming. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Um, this would have been what, 2018, I guess. And, okay. um, and then June, you know, the following right after May, cause that's the order of the calendar slayer. Um, but <laughs> I started, I, I was kind of interesting. I started talking to my mom about it cause I was like enjoying it and it was giving me like, you know, like a fun purpose, especially while being unemployed. And, uh, she helped me uh, purchase some computer parts and we threw it together on the kitchen table. One, um, one day when it all came in, we, she helped me kind of like piece it together. Cause I had no idea what I was doing. It'd been like 10, 15 years since I built a computer. Right. Nice. And that is That's now cool. to this date, my stream PC. Oh, uh, the one yeah. that you use now to stream from, but you built the other PC after that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. To game from. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. yeah. It sounds like it was a robust PC then that was built. I mean, it was, it was not bad. I mean, it's like an i7 for 2018 and then um, it 1080. And uh, it had like, I think it had 16 gigs of RAM and I upgraded that to like 32 at some point. But that's a, that's a good streaming PC. Yeah. That'll yeah, go yeah. for a while. It does, it does everything I needed to do. So. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And so how was Slay at that time <laughs> as a streamer slash content creator? What does that mean? <laughs> You know what it means. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know. I didn't know a lot. Uh, I didn't have much direction. I think it was about a month or so after that, after I got my PC built. So I got my PC built and I ended up moving to Atlanta like shortly thereafter. It was almost like clockwork. Like, okay, I got the PC. Now I can stream more. Oh, I'm moving. I got a job. <laughs> so, so you um, moved to Atlanta because you got a job. Yeah. 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 Okay, and, okay. I was in Atlanta and uh, the streaming thing had become something because I, I didn't know that many people in Atlanta. Um, mm -hmm. So I was, re I, I had family and stuff there and I, you know, I knew a couple people, but um, I, I moved and set up the PC and we started streaming from there. And it was about a month after that, that I, or month or month and a half, something like that, that I started streaming cities uh, limited a limited amount of that. Um, and that's kind of where I found a groove, but everything like prior to touching that game was very much like, I have no clue what we're doing, what I'm trying to accomplish here. <laughs> I didn't even know it was going to be a thing that I would be doing four years later. <laughs> um, I saw like, I saw, uh, but you saw something cause you yeah. like built yeah. a PC for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw opportunity and, um, but I didn't know, I didn't know how to get there. So it, I right. think it was, it was very, I don't want to say chaotic or anything like that. Like I knew when I was on the PlayStation, there was no schedule. I just streamed because it was, oh, I'll just do it because why not? You know? And mm -hmm. then when I got the PC, I was like, I'll stream because I should, and I enjoy it. And I have a schedule now and it, the, you know, things started like adapting, I guess, to a more professional sense in some, you know. And it was a it was a few months from when you had started to when you got to that point, right? So it was all the same yeah, year. Yeah, I like I started a Discord pretty early. Okay. Um. So like I had some sense of like okay, there's a community element here, and there needs to be a schedule. 
Um, but I would say I kind of had adopted a schedule probably, uh, you know, maybe within a month or so after I got the PC or after like that transition to PC started happening. It was very, very quick. Um, was, was there any, a lot. Was there anyone that was like an inspiration to you at that time or that Ooh, you, at that time? Um, yeah. Or anyone that you were like, maybe watched videos from or got advice from or, um, either directly or indirectly. Right. Like, uh, I don't, man, I don't really know. I felt very, uh, to some degree isolated cause I didn't know many, I knew sp- other smaller creators that were kind of starting out around the same time. It was almost like, you know, mm. a class of graduates, like getting into the workforce at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I knew a lot of people that were doing it then. And like, we were bouncing off ideas and nothing very official, but everyone was talking or watching each other to some degree. And I think it was, just, you know, I'm posting my link everywhere. I can find a, a place to post it. Like, no regard for what it meant, what it was doing, if it was frowned upon. <laughs> like, I was just trying to figure out something. And, uh, you hear that, yeah. Moose? I, I think, oh, when I you start it. out, when you start out, just don't give a crap. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Um, so, uh, go into people's chat and post the link to my stream. Got it. Well, I didn't, I didn't do yeah. that. I didn't do that. Um, I'll, I'll make sure I'll do that on your stream next time. <laughs> I think, I, I think, uh, I don't know who I looked up to. I, I really, mm. this might sound cliche, but I really looked at like, um, I thought Dr. Disrespects. Yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. Production value was really incredible for sure. Oh yeah. And that, that, uh, that, and like maybe a couple other guys, but I just don't remember who like Tim, the tap man, I think has, um, I've heard you mention him before. Yeah. I think he has a really fun way of being a big creator, but still having like some down to earth sense about him. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, disrespect obviously is a character and like, I don't watch those guys like a lot. I don't draw like a ton of inspiration or anything like that. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta do that. Or I gotta be this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. As much as just like, you know, production value and schedule. It's just, it's admirable. I think the, the work that they put in and the, uh, yeah. they, like the results. You're aware that they're there and you, and you kind of yeah, got yeah. some, you took some, some nuggets from things that you noticed that you liked about their streams yeah. and their content. I think, um, I think some of it too is just that I'm a, I'm a kind of a tech nerd when it comes to like technical quality. Like that is something that I appreciate. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, when I was watching some of those streams, like again, Dr. Disrespect, like mm-hmm. his technical quality is really great. And like, I, not too long ago, actually, I saw that one of his artists his uh, that does like thumbnails and everything, um, was going to like a different position. You know, like he, uh, I, I don't know how that works. If he's like just a freelancer that's hired by him directly or what, or contracted or whatever, but he was moving on to other opportunities. And he, I started scrolling down his Twitter profile and like all the work he had done. It was just amazing work, right? All these thumbnails that are super fun and catchy and all that stuff. And I just think like you have those guys that just do really, really great technical work uh, of creating their stream and stuff like that. So I, that is kind of been something that I've tried to do to some degree on my own because I just, Mm -hmm. that's, that aligns with stuff that I like, um, especially with the video background and stuff like that. That makes sense. I mean, and when you say video background, Mm -hmm. what do you mean by that? You have a, you have a background in, I'm assuming video editing. Um, well, a little bit more robust than that. So I, uh, I mean, I kind of know what it is already, but yeah, I I don't, I don't know how far back you want me to go. So (laughs) I'll give, I'll give like a higher level. 
Um, well, in grade school, like, yeah, well, we can start there. That's fine. Um, <laughs> let me lean back in my chair a little bit. So no, the, yeah, I mean, actually really though, my, my mom always says like when I was younger, uh, um, her, and my dad always noted that I just loved, like, I didn't like reading, could not, did not, could never get interested in reading, but I had like a crazy imagination. And I was like the kid that would be like playing on the, the floor. Like I remember my old bedroom, I had like a blue carpet. Right. And it sounds like so nineties, but it was. And, um, I had like little micro machines and stuff like that. And the blue was the water and like the comforter, my green comforter was like the, the land. And I would just have like little battles. Right. And so I always had like a really, I guess, um, big imagination and I could just create these things, these scenes and stuff like that. And I was just hooked on movies. And, um, I know that like, I, I, I guess I started talking about it at some point in, in elementary or middle school or whatever. And my parents got me, uh, Steven Spielberg's Lego movie studio, which was around like, I think about seventh or eighth grade is when they got that for me. And that funny enough came with like a camera, right. That was like basically a webcam in a, like a Lego kit, like a little Lego kit. It was crazy. Um, I still have it. Somewhere. Steven Spielberg movie studio. Yes, dude. Look it up. Wow. It's Lego. It's, it's Lego. That's the thing. And it came and with like Legos. a little movie set and the camera, it came with editing software. So really I learned how to like edit actual on, editing software. Yes. I learned, I learned how to edit on Lego movie studio. Like no this joke. explains so much. <laughs> and, um, and I, I, I always loved Legos, but this was like, this was like different dude. This was like the set and you had like, it had cool features, you know, like the, you know, like when you see the old, the cars, when they film cars and you have like the background would move. You know, like yeah. it'd be like on rollers and the background would be moving. So it looked like the car was moving. They had yeah. that in the Lego set. It was nuts. That is oh, nice. yeah. I pulled this yeah. up to look at this. Holy. Yeah. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> and they like, it, it had like little cues from Spielberg <laughs> movies, like so had a dinosaur. Sick. The buildings yeah, would yeah. fall down. So, so I start playing with this and I was making these little like moments and scenes and I figured out how to do like, I figured out how to do very rough, um, a stop motion. That is so cool. So I'm doing stop motion stuff and these, you know, these little things. And then, um, eighth grade grad, uh, not graduation, but we had like eighth grade, like one of our final projects was a book report on, um, you had to pick a book, I think out of like a list. And I, I think my friend and I picked, uh, is it, uh, Agatha Christie's and then there were none, um, which I think has multiple names, but, uh, it's, it, I don't want to spoil it. I don't even remember it, but there's a bunch of murders happen, right? Oh, we don't care about spoilers here. Yeah. It's like a mystery thriller (laughs) thing or some, I don't know. I probably didn't read it all. And, um, I, I, we, we made a, a little short film in Lego movie studio and submitted it. And the teacher who was like a teacher of like a, a career teacher. Right. And she was very intimidating. was like, this is like one of the most creative things I've ever seen. And, Given that like accessibility was, you know, growing for video and stuff like that. Like it wasn't a yeah. DHS. We weren't dressed anything. We made a stop motion slash, you know, recorded thing mm-hmm. and we did voiceover for it and turned it in. And it was like the scenes and stuff like that of that were important in the in the book and all that jazz. And that's like what kind of initiated it, I guess. And then go through the high camera school. for that the yeah. camera for that sets it goes for twenty bucks on eBay. Does it really? I still yes. have my camera somewhere, dude. It's in it's in this closet next to me, actually. I think you can get a meal if you sell it, or just <laughs> keep it. Dude, it was it's just so it has too much sentimental value. It's just it yeah. was just so nuts. And then um, high school, like I had a, I think I had uh, my parents got me a like eight millimeter tape camera, and I would do like um, 
almost like little little just clips of my nephews and the family and stuff. I put together like little home movies of the families, pictures, and I started to learn in like more in Sony Vegas, which is like a little more official. And then um, by my uh, last year of high school, I transferred to a different high school, like my, I guess, into my sophomore year. And this professor I knew who did like literature and stuff like that started a class and it was like um, adult fiction or something like that or whatever it was called. And, um, and basically it was a class where we dissected movies at a kind of a, a casual level and we talked about them. And the project was to make a movie, to make a short film that you wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have to be anything substantial. And I went and shot an action film with a few friends and yeah, that got me a scholarship to a school where I took, um, film and TV as a, as a major. So yeah, that's, that was the education aspect of it. And then yeah. after that, after that, I went into work and I did video editing. I did some videography. I ran a business for a while with a friend of mine where we did, um, <clears throat> we did some marketing videos for some companies and we also did like weddings and stuff like cinematic weddings. And right, then I worked right. for, um, a healthcare organization for a while as, uh, a media person slash a lot of other things where I did some content for them and yeah, marketing. Now I work in, uh, marketing for like a different company and um do video editing for them so video editing runs deep in your veins yeah yeah you've been doing I mean, it for a minute yeah the funny thing is I, I don't that's not really what i started out wanting to do um mm-hmm. i wanted to direct stuff um that's just like that doesn't you don't just get there and well, are able to pay the bills I mean, so i in really, a way yeah, you're kind I, of directing because you're directing yeah. your, i know it's not the same no thing, no no I, yeah you're right though um, but you're directing your own videos. Yeah. There are video directors. I, uh, I, the video editing actually was a necessity because I couldn't output anything. I didn't know any editors. It's like, I can yeah. go shoot all day, but like there was nothing finished. <laughs> it was just yeah. all in the camera. So I had to, I, I had to learn the other side of it. I wish I would have recognized the importance of video at a younger age. Oh, it man, kind of, it became more apparent to me as I got older. And by that time I was like, well, you know, better heads will will figure all that stuff out better than i do and then now it's kind of like well that's sort of like how things are going almost where it's like everyone has to in a way be a content creator or in a way be a self-marketer in some yeah. way yeah 100%. because in a lot of fields that you even go into like you know just having a resume is not enough if you have your own website that showcases your um, talent and or mm-hmm. if you have like projects that you've already worked on or you know maybe you already have live streams or youtube videos that you can just um, point back to if you want to do certain things like that is what people it's not really what people are looking for but it's what it's going to catch someone's eye over the candidate that's just graduated from you know school at undergrad and doesn't really have anything under their belt but yeah they'll see you know like hey like this guy actually has something here let's see what he's about well, I think, um, obviously, in the last few years, with everything going on, I mean, content has become such a, a massive thing, right? I, I heard, um, like, one of, it might have been one of the people from, like, Shark Tank or something like that say something that made a lot of sense given the territory that we're in nowadays, like, where, you know, TikTok has become so popular, YouTube has become so popular, you know, you have Twitch and you have, you know, everything else. And um, he, he was like, I'm not hiring as many engineers now. Like, I'm hiring content creators. Because right. hmm. that's how my brand spreads is by content. That is, you know, I think at one point it was like, you got to have a website, right? Now it's like, now mm-hmm. you got to have content. You got to be utilizing your brand to create content that is educational or valuable to 
people and that's how you get people to buy in and you know purchase whatever your eventual product is or you know apply the views that are necessary to make an income moose i'm curious about this because mm-hmm. i have heard this but i am not of a younger generation like you are so i'm curious if this is something that's been preached to you is it now more appropriate to say that you as a person are a brand and that you have to basically kind of see your life in that way and market yourself in that way in almost all aspects of life oh, including yeah. work yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah for sure where it's, did you, uh yeah where did you hear that did you hear that like in high school college was it like an official class because i feel like to like slay's point i feel like that's kind of where we're i don't know if that's where we're going i it does feel like that's where we're at where it's I, like you are your own brand and you got to market yourself now. You know, the thing that really sort of set that in motion or like really made that become at least apparent to me where it's like, okay, now it's more about like, even if it's your personal account, your personal Instagram, whatever your personal Twitter, it's not, you know, not your, your Twitch, whatever, but um, that you want to sort of market your own personal stuff as well too, was definitely with, I don't know if it was like the start of Instagram, but Vine was the big one that really stood out to me. Um, it's Instagram. Mm. Yeah, sure. But like, I remember Vine, um, starting out and that's when it's like, oh damn, like people are just marketing themselves, you know, through yeah. like Vine was such a big one that really pushed this thing of like, I can do a funny video with my friends and like make something out of this, you know? Um, yeah, man, when Vine, when Vine kicked off that, that started a whole new wave of, um, yeah, it changed a lot. It changed a lot. It was really kind of crazy, actually. <laughs> that makes sense, given like how many people got popular off the platform. But I yeah. would say, yeah, and have continued to be popular. I would mm-hmm. say though that, like, to some degree, um, yeah, like when you when you come out of school, like for me, I had to brand something attached, to, like yeah. to myself. Like it had yeah. to be with a portfolio because I had to have a portfolio to get work. Blah blah blah. Like everything was branded for yeah who I was or what I did. And now I feel like, you know, when I've, I've done, I've looked at resumes and stuff like that for the company I work for and all that. And and like what appeals more, what catches the eye is when people have an identity, um, in the sense of even on their resume, Mm. resume, like a a portfolio page, whatever that catches people's attention. Now, like if you've, if you've taken that step, which is kind of like a weird time to be in, but also like, okay, cool. These people are really creative. Like, (laughs) Um, so we've gone from website to brand. Now we're to personal identity. Is the next <laughs> yeah. step all three of those? We need all. Are we already there? Internet <laughs> <laughs> uh, moves fast, man. It does. It does. Oh my too God. fast. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's... Were you on Vine at all, Slay? Uh, Vine. Not. I, I was on there, but I didn't. I mainly watched. You watched. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That was really before I knew that i mm. should hit record <laughs> I <don't know>. right <laughs> like like it, it was weird man like i'm not one to be on camera um yeah i don't, yeah. I don't i've never been one to be on camera and i really? say that and people are like well you've been on camera for like four years dude and it's yeah. like yeah i get that but it's just not something that did i was you, passionate did, about did you start uh like when you when you so when you like four years ago when you first started streaming because even for me like twitch has only been like a recent thing that i've really right dived into myself as well um but did you start then with camera like if we go back no, to like the playstation no. days okay okay yeah it was it was strictly uh gameplay it was right, when i right. got my pc i started with a camera yeah okay yeah, yeah that makes sense then yeah Interesting. So a month into okay it. yep 
it was not again it just was not something i almost didn't get a mm. camera i was like i'm just gonna do it without it right. um because it just doesn't i don't know it's not super comfy for me or wasn't at the time now it's just kind of I don't want to say it's second nature. Like if someone pulls out a, <laughs> like if someone's trying to take a picture of me with a group or something like that, I'm still like, eh, I can live with that. Right. You know? I was going to say it's different though. Yeah, it's, it's, different. it's different. Yeah. It's different. I don't want to be on video. I don't want to see a picture of me doing, you know, yeah. walking around like, no, thank you. <laughs> if I'm seated think, and I'm in my man, space, like it's, it's a little bit more comfortable. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's your, your space, right? Like it's your, your, your home. You yeah. Know? It's, like it's, I've, I've developed very... the area around me to be as comfortable as possible. Right. And the camera mm-hmm. angle is, is set up to be as comfortable as possible for me. Um, so yeah, that, that makes it a little bit better at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's... <laughs> it doesn't I help that, that I attached a mirrorless DSLR. I'm like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why, wait, why specifically that? Uh, it's more pixels. <laughs> it's just, it's too much. <laughs> I mean, the clarity is great, but the technical quality is great, but it's just like, oh, I see everything. Okay. You know, it's funny too, with the exception of being able to get all meta in the, in the lens focusing, I'm finding, you know, equal quality and just a little Logitech Brio. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. I, I was still, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no you. Oh, oh well, but I, I okay fine um <laughs> no no I, I so what i what i found is that the again using cameras for as long as i have um yeah you can get a lot out of some of these newer webcams and stuff like that like, the I newer think, ones yeah yeah like the older ones are like crap if and you get into some lots, of the current ones yeah if you get into oh, lots God. and stuff like that you can do quite a bit what i found though is like light sensitivity like i could basically turn off my lights and it would look good you know and then color yeah. sensitivity or the spectrum of colors that this camera picks up and stuff like that is just it's just not it's crazy because like you get i know uh, even when i had I, even when i was using my a5100 which was it's a smaller mirrorless and it just does uh 1080 um mm-hmm. that one that one was a nice improvement and it still felt like the skin and stuff like that wasn't too you know crispy and you know you could hide a blemish or something like that um even that one did better at color and stuff like that, but it still wasn't great. And then I plug this one in and it's like, wow, I, this is like, this camera is known to be like really great in low light. So I can get it kind of spoopy in the room if I want to or whatever, but right. it, it just the way it picks up color is just crazy to me. I want a, a DSLR. And the only reason why I want one is for Boca for actual Boca. Yeah, that uh, was a big, that was a big, I mean, with my room now, you don't reason. see it. You don't see a ton of it, but it's mm-hmm. not as, doesn't have as much depth, but I love the Boca. That to me, yeah. like the separation between a person and the background is very significant at drawing attention. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. I always like the way I always like the setups when people like yours. Like you kind of see things in the background that's there, but it's more of kind of like in the background and it focuses on the person speaking and yeah. it looks nice enough in the back where you don't need to cover it up or have like a um a green screen. As much yeah. as don't, the only reason why I have a green screen, and I've said this all the time, is just simply because I'm just trying to cover up what's behind it. Like it's just yeah, the yeah. way that the, everything is positioned. I've um, I've debated a green screen for a while. Um, I've gone back and forth on it. Something about my room, I think, gives like enough personality though that you can figure out things about me without me telling you. Yeah, like, you know, you yeah, can like watch sure. it, That's... you can see something. I don't have anything exactly. against green screen. Often, I think like maybe I should go to that, um, but. 
I don't know. I, I like something about having something back there, but I've lost. <laughs> Why does it. it have to be one or the other, though? Why can't it be both? Why can't it just it be can whatever totally you're be feeling? It can totally be both. Yeah. But I think for me, it's typically because the bookshelf and everything like that. I think it's like it, it would be a lot to have another. I just don't thing like to, this. But in the, the rhetoric that's out yeah. there of like you, you're either a green screen or you're not a green screen streamer. Oh, I'm just yeah, like, sure. That's sure. dumb and so short sighted. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think one takes precedent over the other because you look at a lot of massive streamers and none of them use green screen. Tim, Tim doesn't. I mean, I guess yeah. Dr. Disrespect does cause he, but he, he puts a background behind him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of it. Like, right. and then, you know, Ninja doesn't like all these guys that have been doing it forever. They, but you know, the graphics and stuff like that often aren't something that they're too focused on anyway. there's so many, there's so many folks that have done really, really great. And you know, it, they do either. It just doesn't, it doesn't seem to matter. It's more about what you offer otherwise. Yeah. In other areas. At some point, you landed on City Skylines. Why? Um, okay. Well, <laughs> so it's also, interesting. Was it, I, I guess, I guess to add to that, was huh? that for streaming or did you already have like an, uh, an affinity to the game even without you? The, the second. I, so I grew up, um, I had an NEC computer when I was a kid. My parents got it for me. It was it sat in my room. Um, this would have been, gosh, what was this? Like late nineties, mid nineties. And man, I'm really dating myself. Um, and uh, my, my dad and I would play SimCity like uh, 3000, I think at the time, something like that. 2000, 3000, uh, whatever okay. it was. We played SimCity so you- and he, he was hooked. And I like okay. I was hooked too, obviously. And I would play it during the day. And then when I was going to bed, he would get on and play it and kind of sit there for a while until mom was like, he has to go to sleep. And um so we we he and I enjoyed it. And then eventually um I got a new computer and he would play the the other one. I don't know what if it was three thousand or four thousand. I get them mixed up um around the timing and stuff, but um he would play that one sometimes, or he would come up and watch me play. Um, cause he always liked watching me play games. And I remember, um, in like 2000, I don't know if it was 2014 or something like that. Uh, he, we, we got him like a, it was like just a little Dell that didn't have a lot of power and anything like that. And it was, he was playing company of heroes at one point, which was like one of his favorite, like his, one of his favorite games. He loved like the old call of duties and stuff like that. So obviously this became a very like father son thing that we did. Um, and I got him city skylines because he hadn't played a city builder and I wanted him, you know, he, we had talked about it because he, I think he asked about him. So I got him city skylines and he played it a little bit. Um, his, his state was kind of deteriorating at the time. So it, it was harder for him to register certain Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And, but Mm -hmm. it became something that, you know, I shared with him to some degree. Um, and he would watch me play a little bit or look at the cities I was building and stuff like that, but the computer couldn't maintain it especially because I just kept clicking subscribe to all the mods and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And, um, oh, yeah, so, so eventually, uh, when I had my PC, I, uh, the funny thing is actually that, um, when I started streaming that game, it was off my dad's account and my, my dad had passed in 2017. So 2018, a year later, I logged back into his account and did like a family share thing. So I could play city skylines that I purchased for him on mm-hmm. stream. Right. So that's what I did for like the first year of streaming. <laughs> so I just played on his the game that I'd already I had already bought him. 
That's that's how and, I got back to it. Right. right. So you so you played City Builders even before then, and oh, then yeah. of course yeah. you were playing City Skylines, and yeah, and then at some point you decided to stream. Well, like, that was the point you decided to stream. It was when you were playing it from his account. Yeah. Yeah. It came up in conversation one day because I was trying to find games, you know, it, I didn't really, I mean, again, like Twitch was still kind of foreign. I didn't really know what Avenue to take to grow. So I was bouncing around a lot. I was playing a lot of stuff. People would recommend stuff. I'd play it. I, I honestly, I got a PC cause I thought I was gonna play PUBG. Like, no joke. I thought oh, yeah. that was the next thing I was going to do because yeah. on, I'm sorry, on what's that PUBG? What's that? Okay. So, <laughs> you know, like I, I was playing like Fortnite and Rainbow Six and stuff. I, I've always played FGSs and then I've always played Sim and RTS. Like those right. are the three columns that typically games fit in for me. And um, I remember I got the PC. I'm like, I'm going to play PUBG. I think that's going to be the game. And I got PUBG and I hated it. And I was like, well, this really? is a problem. Yeah, I disliked it tremendously. It was a walking sim. And um, it's true. Like, yeah, I just didn't have fun, and I, I was like upset, and you know, sh- I just bounced around on games. I think for months. That and was then kind I, of why I I never played it because I watched people play it, and I was like, yeah, I've heard this game so much, and I this doesn't look fun. <laughs> I legitimately just walked around and handed gear to people. They would I would pick up everything, yeah. and someone would kill me in the middle of a desert, and I'd be like, okay, here you go. Like that was that. <laughs> it, it just. It didn't, it yeah. was just super, uh, yeah. it sucks. Winning. Um, plus, I, you know, I'm like learning how to use keyboard and mouse and do all those things too attached to it. So it's like, but there's Slate, a learning curve. You were a real gamer when you did I that, was, so, you I was know. a real gamer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, City's just sort of like, I remember bringing it up one time and some people that were in the chat, uh, again, early on were like, oh, that'd be fun to watch. And I remember doing a city stream and, you know, folks came out and we hung out and da 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 and played some cities and I had very little idea what I was doing even then. And, um, it was really cool though, because, uh, I, I feel like that was, uh, to some degree, the start of figuring out like, okay, what is streaming for me? And it was shortly thereafter that I started getting rated by someone that was pretty popular in the category back then. And, um, they rated me like I would stream on Saturday evenings and I would almost always go later than them. And they would start, they started rating me almost like regularly on Saturdays. And, uh, it was, I don't know, it was, it was really cool. So I started to grow my community via that. And that's actually how I met a lot of folks, including like, you know, Damien's gaming home, so friends with uh, Imperial Jedi and, and mm-hmm. so many others. Wait, Damien's was in the category at that yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. He was one of the guys that, like, was streaming it okay. well before I got very heavily into it. Damien, yeah, Jedi was there. Um, I mean, eventually I met Yumble through it. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a little while later. Um, I didn't always stick super, super, like, heavily into cities. Like, I would do cities, like, one or two days a week. I think there were some days where I'd do it like the whole week, but it was never right. a, a mainstay. And then it wasn't a main thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bounced, I bounced around too much, but you had already at that point, either consciously or not decided that you weren't like a one game stop shop for um, streaming. Yeah. And I try and I remind, I remember why I, I just don't, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I've always been someone that's had a couple of games. Like the the last time that I was heavily focused on stuff, with, you know, like one game like that would have been college when I was playing Modern Warfare Two or yeah. Modern Warfare One. There's there's nothing wrong with either of them. I think there are for there are some personalities in some games that just sort of like click, and yeah. you see varying degrees of 
whatever you want to define as success um, as success in that, uh, you'll see people that will pretty much play one game almost exclusively. Um, and then, you know, maybe one day they decide not to, um, or they do something different. But whenever that someone is in that mode, it's important to know that it doesn't matter how long it lasts. I, at least in my opinion, it seems like that it's not like necessarily a forever thing because that own person's tastes may change at some point in the future. And being variety is not for everyone because that's a whole nother, you know, I mean, some people are like, they may be, they may play a variety of games, but they're not like a genre variety. They may play like a bunch of games of the same kind of genre. Um, so I guess, you know, what is it, what is the definition of a variety streamer? Is it a variety of genres or is it a variety of games or is it both? Or do we not have a definition and people just kind of make it up? I think it's, I think it's anything. I mean, I think if you're playing a variety of genres, you're probably, probably playing a variety of games, right? Right. So that's definitely a variety. Yeah. I I would think, I think that it typically defined as you're playing a variety of games and genres. I don't think matters as much. Like, I mean, I guess if you're playing simulation, you could be a variety streamer, but you could play just a wide range of simulations. Yeah. Um, yeah. to varying degrees of success perhaps, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man, I've always bounced around in games and, um, that, that makes it hard, I think for, for streaming at times, but I've never, why do you say that? Because there's obviously pitfalls to it, right? Like people, you know, if you go look at some of the, I guess, statistics behind just my stream, for example, like you're going to see that, let's say 2000 people or 1500 people have followed me while I played cities. Right. So the expectation is that they enjoy that content. That's mm. hence why they hit the button yeah, um, loosely. And they, they want to come back to that um, well, at least while they're on Twitch you. or whatever. Huh? I feel like watching that face every night. Well, c- certainly, certainly, but not all <laughs> 1500 of them. <laughs> um, um, but no, no, it's just like, it's just an interesting thing. And it's, it's, consistently been an interesting thing but um you know i i played cities for a while dabbled with that i never grew like a massive audience when you know i started doing that back in what 18 19 then i started gta rp <laughs> right and that's where i started to learn a lot of lessons um about <laughs> switching genres and stuff and um, that's right you used to do yeah. rp yeah. when you I, met a lot of people through rp that kind yeah. of bo- come come around every now and then too i, I noticed yep. met a lot yeah. of awesome folks through that and that was like a an interesting learning curve, um, I think, for this for streaming and stuff like that for me too. Okay, uh, I have a question about okay. that. Yeah, is it RP the entire time? Like, are you in full character, or do you kind of bounce in and out depending on what's happening, or if there's like a point where you have to stop? Like, how does that work? Like with chat just, or with the gameplay? With the gameplay, like removing um, streaming from it. It is, it's, it, it's pretty much just RP. Um, the, the idea that it, it, is that you sort of have that window of time that you are that character, you're playing that character, or you can, you might play multiple characters, you know, you might just switch between them or whatever as necessary, but right. Um, there's typically like kind of some rules around it too, though, that like you can't pre-plan stuff. You're not supposed to, I mean, there's, there's some aspect of like, Hey, are you going to be on tonight? Yes. It okay, cool. So exhausting. we can. It is. It actually, it is actually, it can be, it can be incredibly exhausting. Okay. That's why I stopped. 
Okay. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it wore me out. Like I, it wore me to yeah. the point that I almost stopped streaming and. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was a wow. massive, okay. uh, draw on me. <laughs> I guess throwing streaming back into the mix and RP while streaming probably adds another layer, layer of complexity to it, I guess. Cause at that point it's more of a performative art. Yeah. One would say it was. Okay. A lot of times I didn't have camera on for it um, okay. because they like that immersion that you're supposed you, the, the immersion is supported, I guess is the point. Right. Uh, but the, uh. in general, it just became like the streaming thing, obviously like from a numbers perspective or growth perspective was hard, right? That's, that's where it struggles with streaming because really outside of that, it's just kind of normal streaming. You're doing the same thing. You're just not talking to chat as much. So there's a negative aspect of that, that you're not interacting as much because you're right. playing your character. So to, I, I've always okay. likened it to like, you're kind of watching a play or a movie or whatever, right? It's just happening and you are tuned in. Right. Okay. And so it's it, not interactive with chat. Not really. You have moments yeah. or windows where you can laugh or whatever. And they hear like, typically it's push to talk. So, Chat's going to hear everything you're saying, like, oh, man, this is going to be a crazy moment. And then you go back into character. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But what became the hard part was is keeping up with stories in the RP. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That's... Plus, it, on ah. top of that, like, I'm working 40 hours a week. I'm I'm commuting. I'm... Oh, my God. That's a lot of work. Doing stream, <laughs> you know, and all that stuff. And it was just like... And then I was starting to stream, like, I would start streaming at, like, 7 or 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'd go to, like, midnight, 1 a.m., Oh, it was 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd have to wake up at eight, drive to work, <laughs> you know, do that. It was just, it got to the point where mm-hmm. I was just like running myself into the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like physically like wore me out. It was, it was pretty crazy uh, how kind of bad I felt. And then when I, it, it, some of it was because my character was like a pivotal part of a lot of things going on at that point. And um, it just like, it was a storyline that a, I didn't really control. I just contributed to. And it was just like, I had a harder and harder time separating it from like, okay, I need to do, I need to make dinner for myself. <laughs> I need to do this. <laughs> I was like hooked, you know? And, um, yeah. and in retrospect, like I was hooked and maybe some people watching were hooked and some people that were playing parts in that like storyline were hooked. Like we were all having a really good time, but it was draining. And once that storyline kind of came to a close, like I realized like I was exhausted. And I started dialing it back and started only doing it off stream and then walked away from it. Gotcha. So, how, so basically the way that you walked away from it is after a story completed, because my question was going to be, well, how does a, how does someone walk away from RP in the middle of a storyline? But I guess the answer is, is at least you didn't. Well, I mean, I guess you technically could. it was a story that I played a part in, but like the story of my character was not complete. So okay. it, it would just kind of be like, okay, you're waiting on the sequel, but the sequel didn't happen. <laughs> right. You know what uh, I mean? Like, okay. like it, it very much like you could liken it to watching it, you know, episodes of a show or something like that. It's, it just got to like, you know, people, people kept asking me to, are you going to come back? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that or whatever? Do you want to play this other character? And I was like, yeah, I'll think about it. And the further I got away from it, just the less I was interested. And then a lot of folks that I had mm-hmm. kind of started with or grew really close to during that time had kind of stopped or dialed it back or whatever. So then you run into issues where your storyline for your character can't continue the way you might want because other people in those other roles that are 
kind of like supporting that story mm-hmm. or a part of that story aren't there. So there's like a lot of log jams that can happen. So the storyline that that had ended was kind of just something that my character was sort of intertwined with. And it was a driver for my character's progression and stuff like that. But yeah, once that kind of ceased, which was basically just a crime story had ended, um, it, it, it just kind of, uh, yeah, it, it got to a point where there were some difficulties progressing. And right. but again, it was a lot of me just being like, you know what? I, I just can't anymore. And then that was like a hard thing because I kept trying, but it just wasn't there. The fuel or it wasn't there anymore. Think about it like this. Like I had fright, like I, my character was like a private detective at that point. So I had other <laughs> characters that were like in at times I wasn't in typically, and they were taking notes mm-hmm. on things to pass to me when I was in. Right. So it's hey, like, God. it's just like a constant. So we're keeping track of all these storylines and I would, my character <clears throat> would get in and he'd have to be like briefed in character about all these things happening. And if I knew stuff that like see I knew stuff my character didn't like I had to separate that world right yeah yeah, yeah out of character in character it was it just it gets to be very very dense that's why like some guys I, I think do a great job of it because they're able to be like okay hey you know I can separate life and this this stuff like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly oh man and they can play like smaller episodes and I, I was getting like way too in depth on like longer drawn out things yeah and it, it just. This is the yeah. part of gaming that I don't get. Be and sometimes it keeps me discon like I feel disconnected sometimes from some people in games, just like you felt disconnected earlier. Cause it's like I can tell like people probably go, uh, Jonah probably wouldn't want to play this because he's not really interested. And it might be halfway right, but also sometimes maybe not, because it's like, uh I'm I'm definitely willing to to give certain things a shot, but the one thing that I could never really do is invest that kind of energy into it because I start going, what are we doing here? And then I start thinking about all the time that I'm in back back of my mind saying, you're wasting this time. You could be doing something else like touching grass or doing something <laughs> else. And it's just like, and it's like, you know, to each, to each their own for anyone else. And I might even pop in and watch something like that, but just because I would watch, it doesn't necessarily mean that I could do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kudos to you for that. That's, yeah, that's, it was, that's incredible. Dude, it was, it was a, it was an interesting time. I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of awesome people. Um, yeah, I was like, like it. that was in the middle of me going to TwitchCon for the first time. And like, g- again, continuing those relationships, you know, I met people that I still talk to nearly every day or have kept, kept in touch with since, you know, and that was always that was always great and has continues to be. And um I learned a lot about <laughs> what I about me, about I think streaming to some degree. Um and yeah, like it was it was cool. It was very, very wild for me to play a character too. That's kind of weird for me. Um again, because I like to be behind the camera. So there were definitely some things that that it it, it did, I guess, for me as a person. But yeah, it, it is it can turn into something that if you're if not managed well. Um, can take up a lot, right? You've been around. You've been around Slay. Um, in the genres and the different categories, not mm-hmm. the other kind of getting around. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Do you? Are there other games? Well, actually, I shouldn't say other games. I'll phrase it this way: um, Are there games that you feel that have? Uh, pretty tight knit followings, um, just like cities, basically. Because cities, I don't think, is the only one, right? No, I, I, I think there are, but 
what I found really, really difficult is finding which ones are there that are as right. active and as dedicated. It, you know, cities have been out for how long? Eight oh, years? Interesting. Something? Nine years? Okay. <laughs> like, Eight years. It's just, you know, they exist, but you put in all this work to establish yourself in that one, right? And then you go to another one and like, how long does your patience last before you're like, this just isn't working out? Like I did, you know, I, I had someone tell me one time, like that may be, maybe like an, it's a 90 to six, a 90, what is it? Three months to six months window, right? To figure out if that community is going to attach itself to your content, right? That oh. was like a, a ballpark that someone gave me one time. And I don't know, there's no, I don't know if there's scientific data behind that. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah for yeah, sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. The idea was you got to play it. You're going to have to play it for at least 90 days. Right? right at minimum, if not longer, to see if the people will kind of like latch onto that. And okay. I did see a thieves almost regularly for about um, three months, right? Okay. Where I had like a dedicated day and then I would usually bounce around another day. So it wasn't like a hundred percent, but it was a yeah, lot. Yeah. And yeah. in that time, I got one in category host slash raid one in three months. <laughs> yeah. So Sea of Thieves is a very like hardcore, you know, group that, that always has people in there. I love the game. Um, but the category is huh. always active. There's a high ceiling and, but it is tough to establish yourself. And I would, you know, I would stream in there and I would have like, I'd be like, I don't know, somewhere on the list. I wouldn't be at the bottom. Right. I had 30, yeah. 40 people watching me sometimes more if I got raid from outside, but most of my raids were coming from outside. So what I, realize is like i'm not growing within the category to have people come back and watch me play that game like it's still the same people that i've had prior to that which isn't a bad thing it's just the realization that like i'm not growing within this space to yeah. be able to say i can go to see a thieves and i can play the game and still have the same average that i have when i play cities yeah and so i i do think they exist it's just like it's like one of those things it's like you you, you know i can spend three months doing it but like my viewership dropped right, right. the raids mm -hmm. dropped the host mm -hmm. dropped the follows dropped and, you know, I remember I tried RimWorld years ago, thinking that that might be something that could, I could balance with cities. And I was getting I no follows in the category. RimWorld? Yeah, I did really? it for... Yeah, I mean, oh. I, didn't do, I didn't do a long stay of it. It was okay. a couple... It was like I was bouncing between that and maybe cities or something like that. This would It's have been interesting, because RimWorld seems like it would be the opposite to that. Dude, Almost. I played RimWorld a couple months ago, and it was the same story. <laughs> crazy. crazy. Yeah, huh. just no growth in the category. And that's typically, that's often what okay. I've run into with stuff, you know, is that right. I just not, I don't see it working out. And RimWorld's not my favorite game, and it probably, maybe just, I read that, like, yeah, this guy's not having fun. It's entirely possible, because I'm terrible at hiding that, but... Um, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you know, like, it's just... There could be some yeah. truth to that. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I Man, tried it years up. ago, because people have asked me since, like, why don't you play RimWorld? And I'm like, yeah. I don't... I'm not in love with it, A, and nobody cares if I play yeah. it. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't do anything for me. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I did it I did a while back, and someone, like, DM'd me, and they're like, you know you're not getting any follows from this, right? That's... Yeah. Because I was asking, wow. I, it wasn't like unprompted. It was like a conversation we were having, and they like, oh, looked okay. it up and like you're, yeah, sorry. And they, they were like, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not, it's like, <laughs> no, 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 they're like, you are not growing because of remote. You're growing because you're of cities and other stuff. What are you doing in yeah. this category? Stop it! Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to paint the cities there. Just industry yeah, so now. Like, Close it, the channel. It's, it's like oh, I know man. they exist. Yeah. It's like breaking yeah. through in those other categories have just been difficult. And I, I would go back to yeah. like when I started cities, and like it was tough, right? And I got lucky because I had someone bigger in the category that raided me, and that introduced me to somebody else and somebody else and you know right. so on and so forth so i grew you know to well, that it's, it's 30, 30 I, or 40 I, I, range I, because of some of that mm. i saw something recently that kind of 
nailed the head in the, in on the uh, well nailed the hammer on the hammered the nail on the it, yep, that it one. put it, it yeah that one that whatever that is uh, <laughs> hammered the hammer into the nail <laughs> <laughs> it put it to perspective for me of <laughs> why would someone follow me why would someone be mm. interested and it's like oh right it's like there's already a thousand and one people that are already doing the same thing that I'm doing. So what is different about me? And it's either going to be the fact that you are like an expert at something, or it's going to be your personality usually, um, or, you know, looks, uh, and that may not be the be all end all for everyone all the time, but in general, that's kind of how it is. And so, um, you know, it's like, it's like, I guess, focusing on, I, I've been trying to focus on that to remember, like, oh, it's probably, like, for cities, it's probably it's probably the gameplay, but at the same time, I'm not really doing anything that's super yeah, crazy it, different from other people. It's, so it yeah. has to be the personality, and I have to remember that, like, when I'm on, like, I need to be on. Cause, right, like, right, that's, and that's really, per- that's really yeah, hard. It's it really is. hard. We have other things to worry about, other things to do, and you know, I, I had someone tell me one time it's it's community over content. And yeah. if you can master the community part of it, you'll be okay. If you right. just if you strictly focus on the content aspect, it may be a harder journey, right? You may right. be fine if you load up YouTube with stuff or you know, go you right. know, blitzing every social thing or whatever, but like in the end, it's about the people that are active, that are in your Discord, that are constantly there and supporting, you know, blah blah blah. That 10, 20, however many people it is. And you need to focus on them and it'll grow. And I think I've seen really great, you know, dividends from that happening, but it is a longer road. Well, you'll have a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's a if it's a guarantee that it'll grow, but that is a a catalyst for growth for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, because I think the problem with with when people hear that is they're going to go, "Oh, well, I have a community, and so then why am I not growing?" And it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's a, another question yeah true true and i i should i don't want to make it seem as cut and dry it's not just doing things for that 10 or 15 it's like it's like when when people come in it's making them feel like they're a part of something yes there are methods that have worked for other people they may work for you they may not yeah but i do i do believe that like the thing that you just said is like super important the community is the most important a thousand percent and you've developed an incredible community at this point um you know the people that just sort of come around and hang out and you know will watch whatever and you know and well i'm not in your discord anymore but when i was it was nice (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i feel very very blessed and fortunate to have people that have followed me for as long as they have and kept up with it and are active and stuff like that and I know not everybody can be, and there was also like growth spurt, you know, with, with, um, the start of COVID and stuff like that, that gave a lot of folks a boost. And, um, you know, I, I, my viewership and my community basically like doubled in size during that. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's been maintained since, which is kind of like a crazy thing. Okay. Um, So you're doing really well for a lot of people then if you've been maintaining it, because there've been people that have fallen off. Oh, there have been people oh, who yeah. started in the pandemic and don't understand. Like they feel like right now it's like, oh, like my numbers are off, and it's like your numbers are not off. All the numbers are off. Mm-hmm. You just started yeah. at a high, on a on an upslope. It's kind note. of like yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you bought into Bitcoin when it was on the way up, and and now we're after the Bitcoin crash. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, okay. that, and that's like that's like a tough realization. I mean, even like I was getting close to like even partner numbers at one point during that, and I then I watched the fall off, the initial fall off, and what I started to measure was is like okay, six months later, we're still like, you know, we're not at a seventy, right? But comparatively speaking, to like. The January before to now, like I'm still, I'm double that number, you know? So let's, let's like, I heard people tell me that you're not supposed to pay attention to the numbers. Okay. You don't have to even read the numbers to know what you're doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, don't look at, I mean, I, like, I, sure. I don't disagree. And I try not to look at them. No, no, no. I'm just, let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I'm getting to. That's what I, I'm getting yeah. to. It's like, is, it's is, like, come on. I, I don't want this to sound <laughs> condescending at all, but like I've said this nope. before, I've been doing Speak it long enough it. to know what my numbers are before I'm done. Mm. Nine times out of 10, like mm. I'm going to know generally where I am. Yep. I feel like that. if it's a slow night, I'm going to be below a number. If it's, you know, and I can tell by chat, I can tell by interactions. Mm. You just get there. I have, I have, I have, kind of gotten to that point i can kind yeah. of read no, i'm it there for sure yeah. yeah like i don't you probably don't look that. at numbers while you're streaming right who or do you who you slay i sometimes and it, i oh, hate sometimes it you do. okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I try i try really hard not to <laughs> I, I try okay. really really hard not to but it is it's just something that sometimes happens like i've gotten a yeah. lot better yeah. about it i've gotten a lot better about it right um, over right. the years now, nowadays, I care a lot less about what that number says than I used to. Um, does it still play a part in me feeling good or bad about like what I'm doing, or does it feel make me feel down? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, because Is it's there, not always the highest number, and like, yeah, you know, the last couple months has been kind of crazy for me, and I've taken a lot of time off, and that is now reflective, reflected in in the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm dealing with kind of that. So it still affects me in, in maybe sometimes a negative way, but it doesn't have the same. Mm -hmm hit sometimes that it used to, I think. Right. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'll go look at them. Like, but again, I kind of know where I'm at. Like, so it, I usually look at them like, yeah, it makes sense based on what I'm seeing. <laughs> it's so, just, how, how do you deal with it then? I guess when it, when it does, like, how do you approach it when it does get to you? Cause it's, it's for sure something that like, I, I can relate to that a hundred percent that it, I, I tried not as that. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. I, 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 you know, I tried I just, not to let it get to me, but it, and I feel like you know, other people can relate to this. Wait Sometimes a minute, it just eats at you, you know. You look yeah. at them while you look at them all live. No, I, well, recently I've started to because of a point that somebody made, but I didn't for I've only done it for about I don't know two weeks now, something like that. Like Maybe when, three I, when weeks? I say I look at it, like I might check it. You know, the two hour mark. No, I, like, by the way, I don't want to make it sound like I'm calling up people that look at numbers. I, mean, I don't. You kind of called me out Calling anyone out. No, no it, it, I just like. It, it probably just, sounds that way. It, look, do you? You're, people stream the way they stream. I'm not saying yeah, it's a yeah. bad thing to look at them. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people who don't look at them because they don't want to know what it is. Yeah, yeah and I'll look I at it normally, later. I don't like, necessarily want to know what it is, but mm -hmm. I can tell. Like you just yeah. you get to a point where you just sort of know. And sometimes I'm surprised, you know? Um, but oftentimes like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm usually on point with yeah. what I think there's every so often where there's a spike or something like that. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of crazy. I didn't, I didn't feel that there, you know? Right. Um, mm -hmm. But again, like I think sometimes this is a game of momentum and um, 
I like it's been a weird couple months for me. Like this is the least I've streamed in four and a half years. And I'm I'm like oh wow trying to figure out can how I to just, like Yeah. Can I can I just say that like it is profound what happens when you are not live. Like yeah. Yeah, it's not crazy. you specifically, but like um Okay, when well, you stream that kinda takes some shit out of it, but all right. <laughs> Not, not you, but everybody else. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh <laughs> what I'm trying to say is the correlation between live hours and like views and follows is actually real. Yeah. Like yeah. I was yeah, looking at yeah. it the other day because I haven't been streaming as much lately, and I was like, "Oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's you it's stream an interesting thing, and, and like people don't show up." I, I really do think there's like a momentum aspect to it. And once you're going yeah. on that schedule and you're moving, like it's, yes, it's yeah. you can maintain it. Right. And not, it's like, not it's every like, it's gonna like be... riding, it's riding the momentum wave. 100%. Like once the wave yeah. comes it, it, in, you really need is. to be, you need to be present and available to ride that. Cause if you yeah. miss it, it's gone. So yep. I'll, I'll oh, tell you guys, God, like, is it ever... getting like a little inside baseball here, but like, you know, January through like June is mm -hmm. my like wave. That's when I'm going like full speed, right? And I have mm -hmm. not figured out how to do the, the second half of the year. I can't figure it out because after my charity stuff, interesting, there's just a drop off. And, and some of it's me. It's not just like I'm not talking about like audience necessarily. It's me, right? Like I hit after charity stuff, I am, I'm done. Like if I could stream that part of the year and not stream the second half of the year, I'd probably it'd probably benefit me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. it, it's just it's just a wild thing. And um, you know, I, I got a little bit better about certain aspects of it like this year compared to last year. Right. And, but mm -hmm. I still, you know, it's still a hard time like picking myself back up. And because at the, at that point when I do my charity stuff, which is the beginning of June, like everyone's going outside after that. Like that's yeah. like the last, I feel like that's like the graduation. All right. We made it through Slate's <laughs> Church. We're going to the pool. <laughs> oh, know? it is for me. That's what and, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I have to, I have to laugh about it to, you know, keep my sanity. But it's just a funny thing. Like when you hit that point in June and July, right? Yeah. When you see the normal summer dip and that's going to last through September ish, maybe. And then it'll oh, start to yeah. pick up. And then, of course, this year I had like, you know, I, I took a trip and then I got back my, right. you know, my rent's going up. I'm going to be moving. I'm packing Ooh, and I'm dealing with like Twitch the mental con. health. Yeah. 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 I'm dealing with like the mental health aspect of moving. Cause I was like, I was just, I didn't know what to do. Like there was a lot of sh stuff going on and I'm trying to figure right. out my work and TwitchCon. Then I get sick Wait, was, and it's just, yeah. Was, was that, was that hard for you to like move back home? Um, it was, it, how do I put it? Um, No, but yes, like it was not okay. hard in the sense of doing it, the activity of doing it. Right. It's difficult to me because, um, like I felt like my apartment was like my, my place, you know, it was my right. first, it was like my first place since like college. Because when I, when I graduated mm -hmm. college, like I came out in like 2010 and I think we all remember how like the job world was in 2008, 2009, 2010. Those yeah. years. And mm -hmm. I didn't have something coming out of college. So I got back, I got out and I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is not what I thought it was going to be. And right. the college didn't do a ton to like support, which is, I think not an uncommon thing. Um, and I didn't take initiative on certain things. And so there was those, th those bits that played a part into it. And then I was home for a while in that regard. And, and, you know, I started working at a healthcare facility and, I was doing well for myself and I was building up the, you know, the income that I needed to like move out and stuff. And then, you know, my dad 
unfortunately got sick. And right. so I spent all extra time at home. And when I got my apartment, that was like my first, like, okay, this is mine. You know, yeah. this is my space to live. And, um, coming back, just it, I, I, I try to explain it to, um, my mom because she was like, you're always welcome here, you know? And there's, there's no mm, issue. This right. is like a great place to be. It's so chill. And I can, like, it's right. so, such a peaceful place. Um, that like, even when I would visit, she'd always be like, man, like everyone gets here and they're so tired. I'm like, you don't understand how peaceful this house is. <laughs> like it is the most <laughs> peaceful place. And, um, so like I would, my I would parents' places like that too. Yeah, dude, it's it was so wild. it was weird. Like hearing you talk about like your 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 mom's place and like moving back home, I was like, this sounds exactly like my parents' place. Dude, like it's it's it's, it's wild. It's so interesting. And like I would come here to visit before I moved, and like I would, dude, I would sleep so good, and like I yep. couldn't couldn't get her to understand. It Although she's for here, me, obviously. my problem is is like the first two nights I can sleep well, and then after that I'm like, okay, it's too quiet now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, it's it, it is too oh, quiet at night, and I'm like, I'm used to like the Atlanta sort of like the hum of traffic somewhere, you know? Ah, uh, yeah, right? yeah, okay, that kind right. of stuff. And right. um, but no, it, it was just it felt like a a an emotional step see, back. Mm, I can okay. see that, and I especially with the way that you know we're told we're taught to be independent and Correct. to yeah, it, it's like moving away from home is a sign of success and moving yeah. back to home as a sign of quote unquote failure. Yeah. The way that but, I yeah. would say to try and look at it as maybe it's like a reset button and there's nothing wrong with doing that. No matter, especially if you're like, welcome back at home, like, you know, take that opportunity, take it uh, to reset basically. And just kind of figure out what the next stage is. Cause this is mm -hmm. not going to be for forever. Yeah. And even if it is, that's okay. Yeah, um, it's, it's like the expectation thing and how how it's framed and all those things. And it's just like, I don't know, I man. Don't know. It, it, again, the physical matter, activity though. of moving isn't difficult, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a pain in the butt. It, it's tiring. That was like a whole other side of it. But it was more sure. so the mental thing of like, okay, I need to do this and not feel like failure has happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's 100%. like the hard have, part. I have moved back home in my life I, after college, I think three times. Yeah, and I almost did it a fourth time during the pandemic, but I didn't. Um, and then, if, and then, almost a fifth time again. This the last <laughs> when I moved the, uh, earlier this year. If I, I, I've told Bay this. If we weren't together, I probably would have moved back home. Um, right. Yeah, because it's just, it's just, it's rough out there. With as much as we talk about housing prices and stuff on this podcast, mm -hmm. and about the homeless problem and about all that stuff, like there. are it's very common for people to do that right now. Um, yeah. You know, roommates are going up, you know, people who are in their forties and fifties having roommates for the first time in a long yeah. time or, or just having already been in it for a long time. They do not make it easy for us. You got to have, you know, a hundred thousand in a bank and ready to put, you know, and get a mortgage for a million and a half, you know, home. That's only three bedrooms and a bath and a bath, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's not I like I it's gonna become more the norm, I think, for now. Yeah, it's it's a crazy thing, man. Like what I what I realized too is, you know, I could have moved home earlier and probably saved myself with some expenses for a while to be in a better position for like a home of my own and, and things like that instead of an apartment, right? And that's the thing that I'm beating myself up for yeah, because yeah, I like, shouldn't when I when I left home the last like the last time, I should have actually stayed longer um, yeah dude like i so <laughs> kind of like sidebar here like i got furloughed for a while 
right? And my lease was That's right. I could, and I, I thought that. if I moved, like I'm not getting brought back if I move. Mm. Guess who's been remote since? Like, oh, Let's see. I wish someone would have sent me a letter, <laughs> like, right? You yeah. know, or I would have right. taken that opportunity. Because like it's it's my I, fault I, because I didn't investigate it, right? But you didn't have that for you didn't have that foresight. Though. No, I didn't. I did hindsight twenty twenty, and hindsight, it's also like exactly. I really wish I would have kept my old car because I love that car. But right, you know, there's <laughs> just things you figure out. But Wait, I, what was know, it? What we do? We do? We do? We? I had a I had an Audi A four. Oh, okay. Not an S4, though. No, no. Come on, man. Oh, I mean... That's what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had a little little A4 that was just like... It was... Dude, I I went well above my budget and did it. I feel like an an RS4 is like a base car. Excuse me? (laughs) Are you you okay? (laughs) No, I, I, I had a little A4, man, and that was my baby. That was like... I went, I did the deal my own, like, it was, it was great, and, um, it just was, like, it was just too much. Yeah. And now I was, like, later, I was, like, damn, I should have just kept it, should have bought it off, I had it leased at the time, I should have bought it off the lease and kept it, and now I wish I could go find that car. I need, I need one of those YouTube videos where he finds his car years later, and. I've actually been wanting to do that for two cars that I've had in the past, a 350Z (laughs) and a, uh, Maxima. Yeah. Uh. I don't think the maximum even exists anymore. It probably is junked. Um, yeah. But I do want to find the 350Z that I had, and I will. I will almost find the money to get that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's like one of those things. We, you know, it was a comfy car. It was, it was, uh, it was a pleasure to drive, and those are hard to find sometimes, yeah. especially now when there's no cars. <laughs> to like, yeah. That's a that's a whole another thing. So. What are cars? Yeah. Um, but that, that, was, that was the difficulty around moving home. It was more so just like a mental game of making sure that I didn't feel or punish myself for going home. And I didn't feel that. Yeah, I put, a lot of, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure that, like, you know, I don't necessarily have to take her up on the offer of, like, you can come home whenever you want, right? Like, right. You, you know, you're trying to stand on your own feet and all that stuff. And, um, but yeah. As a, as a, as a player of city, of city, uh, builder games, not just city skylines. Do you have opinions on urbanism and stuff? Like, have you ever had like your own it, theories and stuff on that? Out of curiosity, urban any thoughts on series? Atlanta? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, is uh, something in particular? I mean, uh, not just anything. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think it's funny how how. Um, <laughs> You know, things happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how we have a things lot of parking happen. here. That's why I always put a lot of parking in my cities, and people are like, "You don't need all this parking." I'm like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I just, I think it's, I think it's really, um, I think it's really interesting how different uh, areas of of geographic places and stuff like that are just so different in terms of their layouts and things like that. Um, I found myself when I was really when I was really playing cities a ton, really looking around Atlanta for ideas and finding like little things, even if it's just like uh, detailing things, right? To incorporate. Um, mm-hmm. I remember doing stuff where I would model, you know, it was like a beach, and I was putting sand to cover up dirt because, like, near a beach, like you're most like you're more than likely to have sand based on where I've been, right? Which is like Florida, 
you know, and, and things like that. Like when you're at um, a beach, you're more than likely to have sand. Yeah. Yeah. But like off the beach, you know what I mean? Like down like a block or two. And I was doing these little things in cities, but, um, so I, yeah, I don't, to answer your question, I don't, I don't know if I have very good urban theories. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> Well, well that's like, been this podcast. Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> but I feel like you'd, um, I don't know. I feel like you've developed passions even through City Skylines. Like, I didn't know, like, I'd always been passionate about this kind of stuff, like, pretty much my entire life, right? And, it's, you know, it's how I got into City Skylines to be passionate about. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you can develop sort of things from this game, you know what I mean? Which is just super cool like you'll start like i'm sure you've spent time like you mentioned here like looking at atlanta right and you spend time looking at google maps and you sort of just mm-hmm. see stuff differently you know what i mean like i know for me i've found like even just flying around vancouver and being like okay well i want to do a park and i want it to feel like the parks that i've been to so let's go look at them on google maps right yeah and yeah. i'll be flying around and like see stuff that i just didn't know like was there or like what it really looked like you know what i mean like you just find yeah I don't know. It's super cool. <laughs> and you sort of start think, to develop these. Yeah. I, I think with anything like that, like any sort of art form, I mean, even if it's photography, like architecture, mm-hmm. photography, right. I just dabble in that in the sense of like, I like kind of having a moment where I'm a tourist and I take pictures of buildings, like, or just find that's, that shot of a building. That's I cool. love that type of photography or, a, or a, like I, I would go to visit, um, at, uh, Notre Dame in right. Indiana, right. To go watch football. And I would go there and I take my camera. And, like every time my goal was like, take like one picture that I really kind of cared about. Right. Yeah, that's there was something neat or whatever. So they have a beautiful Basilica and I took, I have a series of pictures that I had done for my uh, mom actually, that is like black and white, really dramatic shots, right. of the architecture and stuff inside of the Basilica. And it's just like, I would do stuff like that. And then, you know, you're starting to look at things. Yeah. Like you, you, the hyper focus on details like that starts to make you look at everything just the different perspective. And like, I think cities does it because you're mm-hmm. looking for motivation to do things. And like what I've told people when they're starting to build is, is like, Hey, what's your advice for getting started? I'm like, build what you know, right. build something, you know, yeah, right. Don't build a metropolis. Cause the idea is like, you get in there, you're like, I'm going to build the next New York city and it's going to be amazing. And then you're sitting there and like, it's just squiggly lines. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, like okay. You don't like grid system, but guess what? You want to build the next New York city with all curves. Okay. Cool. cool, cool. Yeah. It's like, just like, you, you know, <laughs> sure. You don't have to like it, but guess what? <laughs> like, yeah. The entirety of the United States is built off that just about. So if that's what you want. Cause you just said you wanted to do that. Well, I don't like that. Okay. Then that's not what you want. So let's yeah, what, what do you want? Let's, let's, let's <laughs> but I, I just, you know, I, that's what I've always told people is build what you know, build what you're familiar with yeah, what you yeah, live yeah. In, and start there. And then you'll, I think you'll find you can all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, I can just drive down the street and go look at this. Right. And then it's like, okay, now I can translate it in game. how I want. So, yeah, I do think I, it gives you a different perspective cause you're building it obviously right, in a simulation, right. but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, I love this game, you know, <laughs> You just, you just start new cities weekly. I get it. Listen, I'm trying to build one to one Earth. I gotta, I gotta make a head start. You know, uh, <laughs> one to one Earth. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but speaking on cities, you've done like actually, it's super funny. I still go back to this video of yours, um, which is talking about like nature detailing and sort of how you blend from road to the edge of the road to forest. Right. It's, it's a video mm-hmm. that I, I, I've, um, yeah, I find myself going back to a lot. Um, because I struggle with that sort of, you know, how do you blend road to that? But yeah. 
Um, yeah, how's how, how, how's how's YouTube been? Because I noticed that you've done you sort of started to like uh, obviously with your most recent video, but you're starting to branch out into other things. Um, I know you're doing like you got you know different projects doing the, the five B one C that you've been a part of um, on there. But yeah. how's it been sort of going from YouTube where it was heavy skylines focused to to something different? Like how's how's your journey on YouTube been? It hasn't been that daunting because I haven't done a ton of content. Like right. I've done, I don't know how many cities videos now, um, in a handful of first looks. Right. Mm -hmm. and it's, it, I think the problem is, is like up till now it's taken such a backseat and that's yeah, been a, okay. a negative. Yeah. That's kind of thing. If I reflect on it and I should have pushed okay. it harder and I can say all that stuff, but, um, I just know that I should have done things a little bit differently, even if I did push cities more, but similar to like uh, my experience on Twitch with cities is like, I get to that point where I'm just kind of over it. Right. Like I'm just right. adding something different. And I think with YouTube, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Like you generate an audience based off you playing a game. And the first looks were something that I did as like, okay, I need to figure out how to broaden my offering on that platform. Yeah. Similar to how I'm trying to do on Twitch successfully or unsuccessfully. Like I have to find something else. Yep. 100%. And the first looks are relatively easy to put together. Um, they don't generate a ton of views, unfortunately, like it, but it's also a saturated market. So I kind of took it as like, okay, I can do some of these. Like I did some at the beginning of the year that did okay. Um, and I did this most recent one and I have another one that I, I need to finish up to output and I got a potentially like one or two more that I could output based on keys I've gotten. And like, I think in one hand, like it's a good exercise for me at minimum because it's telling me, like it's teaching me how to talk about something. Um, I don't want to say like advertise something, but it's, it's teaching me how to talk about something that maybe I don't know everything about. Like, right. I don't know everything that's in this game. Right. But I'm telling you based on my like kind of first look at it, hence first look, like this is what I see in it, you know? And yeah. I don't know if that's a exercise I need, but it just was something interesting to me. And again, it's like, I can put those together relatively quickly compared to my city's videos, which are usually way more extensive in terms of the time needed or necessary to put it together the way I want. Yeah. If you go look at the tutorials, like my move it video, um, that God, that it feels like forever ago and it was, but it, like that took me an incredible amount of hours because that is so technically specific because Q, okay, I worked yeah. with Q-Boy to make sure that everything in the video was accurate. So he would watch it and even yeah, like, better. it was There's like, Q coming for you. I know. Right. Eight hours. I think before <laughs> we were. I was done with it. He he was messaging me like, "Hey, I just noticed a detail that's wrong, so I'd have to go fix the VO." Right? Like it was mm. it was oh, a lot of stuff. And yeah. um, the five B and C videos are actually kind of nice because I don't really do let's plays, and I've never mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know fully the value of a let's play until like you have a pretty large established audience. Right. Um, yeah. Like I think for me, like I got to have some education in there or some discovery in there to make mm -hmm. it valuable until I grow to have a bigger platform there. But um, that those are close to a Let's Play. And they do relatively well, mainly, I think, because they're attached to a playlist where people have been viewing that series for years. And those yeah. people are very dedicated to that series. Oh, man. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So those have been an interesting because those are like an hour long, right? Compared to my tutorials, which are typically like 20 minutes. Um, so that's been, right. that's been okay. a neat exercise. But the first looks really were just kind of like, again, a different form of, okay, let's try something. And... I don't know like I, I i don't know if that's the avenue to take because again it is so saturated that might be something i need to like put in my back pocket until like okay have more more folks established right that are gonna come to the channel for whatever um youtube's an interesting thing like i think i had 
a really crazy jolt of success with like the movie video and some other stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like I probably need to update things like thumbnails and change some things to be a little bit more flavorful and fun to catch attention, um, to get more conversions into subscribers. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's like something I'm still trying to figure out, like what I want to do there and what I want to offer. And like, I'm looking at like other content to do that is like so far away from cities that it's, it's extremely frightening. (laughs) Like I don't, it's, I'm trying to figure out what that is for me and, um, outside of just like the streaming part of it, right. Just like content that is, um, pre-recorded. Uh, the streaming part is like a whole different side of the brain in terms of trying that or whatever. But, um, it's, it's again, it's like one of those things. It's like, you can, you can post stuff. You can, you know, the thing you think might do well, will do poorly. And the thing you, that oh, you think oh, this is going to suck does well. Oh, it's God, like, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and do you ever like, I, I know it's something that I've struggled with as well, but do you ever struggle with like, I don't know if it's necessarily for Twitch, but uh, for YouTube as well. Well, I mean, it, it can apply to Twitch, but sort of that blend between doing what is successful from like, you know, a business standpoint for it. Like, let's say, you know, vanilla content typically does really well, um, you know, for city skylines on YouTube versus doing what you're passionate about. Um, yeah. Sort of how do you blend, um, blend the two or do you ever struggle with that being like, I want to do this, even if it may not do well, as opposed to doing the thing that will do well, but you're not passionate about it. Well, I mean, I think more people are passionate or interested in watching vanilla content, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah. I think that's a pretty established thing, but yeah. I don't know. I've never played cities very vanilla. Like I just right. don't, it doesn't interest me. And so I guess I take that knowing that, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to have 15 less viewers or whatever, you know, like, because I'm not playing vanilla. Yeah. I, but I still get new people in there that have no idea about mods and assets or they're playing on console. And it's just like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that, it's a struggle. It's tough because it's yeah. like, oh, I could just do this and probably do X, Y, Z. I cannot do detailing and probably do X, Y, or Z. Would I have yeah. the check mark if I didn't do detailing? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You know, no, like what yeah, I have. Yeah. It, it's, but it's uh, like at the same time, would I still, would I enjoy I don't know it? If it's mm. that drastically different. I, it I wouldn't mean, shock between, me, though. It honestly, would not shock me. Yeah, it would not really. It, like, mm. it, I, I look back at the journey I've had and I'm like, man, if I would have played cities in this, this period of time, right. right. Pushed it harder uh, or did it a little bit differently. Like maybe I'd be closer. Maybe I wouldn't have it And you're right, Jonah. It may not be that drastic, but it's just like, it's a consideration yeah. because I do think if I broaden the way I play or if I played differently, I would have broadened the audience. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Because there were times where I could tell, like, especially like two or three weeks into a city where it was starting to lose interest because I was doing mundane things that didn't affect like the operation of the city. And then I'm playing often with like in sandbox creative, right? Where there's money doesn't matter and stuff like that. And that didn't interest everybody. Cause like the challenge was gone for some folks. And, um, Oh yeah. So I think there's factors that probably play into like, let's say less viewership over a period of time, at least. And right. Yeah, I just, sure. I don't know. I, I felt like I offered something or I offer something in terms of, my skill set are the way I play that's different. And I just try to stick with that because right. I did vanilla. I did like a vanilla stream at one point and people were interested in it for a while. And then I'm like, man, this is really not my thing. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's I, exactly, you know, this is I feel like having like so, vanilla so pollution show up. I'm like, God, uh, yeah. Get me out yeah. Of here. <laughs> it's, um, oh man, yeah, it's I think, not it's, I, think it's, I think like you have to find what, what's a healthy balance for you and right. all of these things. And right. you know, when I look at, 
like creating content for short form or whatever. It's all about finding like the best workflow and all that jazz. But you know, with any project or anything you're working on, it's about the time that you can a lot like that you have Mm -hmm. both not in terms of like your calendar time, but like your mental state and your mental health and things like that. And you just have to say, okay, I can spend four hours on this. Is it going to be perfect? No, because I need to spend eight hours on it to make it perfect, but I don't have eight hours. Like it just needs to get done. And at some point it's like progress over perfection. And yep. that is like the hardest battle for me to fight. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes I look at streaming like that. Like, I just need to be playing something and having a good time. And a lot of times now, especially this far into, the, I guess, my career of doing it, like, I have a hard time getting back to just like, okay, and you just need to let go and have fun. That's why I think a lot of the co-streams and stuff like that have been so great for me. Um, as much as I feel like I probably drag people over to, like, come onto my channel and do stuff, like... It that has been the most fun because I used to love playing games with friends, like buddies in like middle school and college and all that jazz. Like we would all play together and we'd play Call of Duty or what you know whatever it was as a group. And I missed that in streaming because I always felt like you know you're isolated to some degree. Even like GTRP, you're there with like thirty other people, but like not really playing with them, you know. And um, doing game show night and stuff like that has just been a really like eye-opening experience. And that's, that's brought a lot of the fun back and granted it doesn't really submit me into a category or a community, but it still is like something to offer the people that are there. That's different. Right. And yeah, kind exactly. of network and stuff like that for me on the side as well to like develop better relationships with the people that I play games with. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of went long winded on your question there, but I think it's just no, it's all about a balance. Yeah, exactly. How's that? How did you get into into game show night? Like, where did that? Was it just like an idea that you had, or maybe somebody brought up in chat? Like, how did was, that it, come about? It was it was brought to me. So at one point, okay, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know exactly how it got initiated, but um, I know at one point we were talking about. I was talking with Bob, who does, who actually plays the host on yeah, game show yeah, night. Bob, yeah, I was talking to um, Bob Gabo, and I, I think we, at one point we had talked about doing the D and D stream that I did last is it last year now. Jeez. Um, maybe in last year and at around the same time, I think he mentioned, I have an idea and he told me about it and I just like, I don't know. I want to say, I kind of like put it off a little bit cause I wasn't sure how to do it. And then I'm like, then I maybe went back to him. I can't remember if it was the D and D one or that one or whatever, but I think he came to me with it. And um, so credit, I think largely goes to him and we just right. ran with it and we did one and I'm like, dude, that was fun. Yeah. And we did another one. I'm like, that was fun too. <laughs> we did, you know, two more and it's like, it's still fun. And it's just like, it's just a good time. It's a good time because you get folks into goofy scenarios and you got like, you know, s- seven people on or whatever. And you're just kind of it's hanging so, out. So good. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of like, whose line is it anyway? Mm, you know, yeah. Points don't matter. Like it's just, it's just a goofy experience. And um, <laughs> it was kind of like freeing to do it. And ever since I've been able to do, do the co-stream stuff the way I have, um, I guess that started like two years ago now. It, like, it's just been really fun to find different ways to apply it. And that's just mm. one of those ways. And Bob does a great job. He puts together all the games. He does, he does the, you know, on-stream hosting and i just go in and i arrange the people and do the technical setup right. of getting everybody's cam and stuff like that on so it's 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 great yeah that's man bob is absolutely crushing it yeah he's, <laughs> he's a legend so, at it. so we've, we've got another one coming up with like a, just an all-star lineup of people and it's like two people that haven't been on the stream before it's just mm-hmm. it's gonna be great like it's just so fun too because i don't think a ton of streamers at maybe my size i, I just don't know of a ton that do this 
Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. So I feel like on one hand, I feel weird, like asking people like, pretty consistently to come over and do stuff. But at the same, like everyone could stream it. Like we could all stream it at the same time, but I think the experience is vastly different and way better when one person streams it. I, think so. yeah. I tend to ask people a lot and I feel bad about it because I'm like, you're not really gaining anything out of this necessarily other than just a fun night. Right. Maybe yeah. if you enjoy it, <laughs> but it's Aww. just it the experience i think they for wouldn't like, say yes if they didn't want to do it so. well true true and i'm not i, I don't want to sound negative it's just like yeah, yeah you know if someone gifts a sub on my channel or if it's a financial thing or if it's a growth thing even like yeah i don't know if you're gonna get follows out of it i don't know if oh you, those yeah. sort of things and that's what i feel bad about is because they could potentially be on their platform growing yeah. So like I try to do my best to accommodate schedules and do it when other people aren't streaming or whatever I can do to work it out to make it happen. Um, but I mean, no one's really said no, I won't because of this. So that, I guess yeah. that's a good thing. But it's just been right. a fun thing. And like I've done, I don't know how many co-streams I've done, right? It's it's kind of like a mainstay that I'll try to do one or two a month where I have friends come on and we do everything from boys' night to game show night or whatever. Um, but it's like the, some of the streams that I enjoy the most. And I'm very, very thankful for the group of people that come on regularly to participate. But um, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, like, it, again, I don't think people would say uh, that they would do it if they didn't want to do it. And I also think that for a lot of people, they're not really looking at it as like a growth opportunity, they're just looking at it as like a, I'm just going to go and like play games with someone. Yeah. And and it's, and it's, and it's, it's something that I don't have to worry about. I let them worry about all that because I'm not streaming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I try to take care of everything. Like I, I want you to come on. You just get a link. Right. And you just do your thing. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no, there's no nothing you need to do. You don't have to bring anything. Like I try to make it as easy as possible because I feel like they're giving their time. And, um, I just and I, and I don't want it to thing. seem like it's all about growth or monetary support or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want I I want them. It's just like one of those things. Like, it's like you're kind of taking somebody away from doing something, whether that's content. Maybe yeah. they changed their stream they, schedule to accommodate. You know, whatever it is, and you just want them to feel like it's a valuable experience yeah. for them too. Um, they still see the value in that community though, and yeah, they haven't yeah. gotten to the point where some streamers do, where they lose that. Um, and it's just all about the numbers, and you know. Well, what am I going to get paid out of this, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And how, what, what growth am I going to see kind of a yeah. thing. And um, like, I think, w- you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Obviously ever's been on a bunch. Um, that's so ever dream. And, uh, JJ Jim has been on a bunch. Yeah. Who, um, those two guys are like two guys that come on quite often. And, um, but that's like when we go to like, when we were at TwitchCon, like that's all we did was hang out together. Like, so it's it's not like crazy to think that we're just gonna do streams together, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we. I think it's it's been fun because I think to some degree, to, to some degree, it's opened our eyes at like doing di- different ways of applying our skill set to do content or create right. stuff. And that like game show night, for example, is maybe not something that was anything we would have thought of unless someone brought it up to us and it just started working out. And right. now. You know, I've been able to kind of like bring it to other, bring other people into it and and have fun with it. And yeah, I, that's like, I hope that never goes away. Like I want to do it like quarterly and just have that live on because it's just, it's such a good time and continue to grow and build it, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So 
what's next then for the slave for the slaybert three gay or i guess slay 21k now right or are you wait is it higher now is it 31k this is you're gonna have to cut this part out why until until you get it right yeah it's like trademark trademark (laughs) copyright branded um slay 35k slay 35 35k i don't know wow yeah that's amazing um what's next i don't know man okay just vibing cool (laughs) i'm just gonna try to pick a game before i stream um that's a good place to start like having a plan yeah, yeah. Before, you know, going into the stream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've been dabbling with like other ideas of things to do um, right. in terms of short form, short form content, trying to figure out like a workflow for that. That makes sense. That doesn't bog me down. That's manageable. I've done it before where I've dabbled with it and then I fall out of it. And some of it is just like, if I have something going on at work that takes up a lot of my attention or if I have a project going on or whatever, you know, guess what's got to fall off for a while. Right? Like, time has to come from somewhere and i'm someone that unfortunately needs like a lot of time just to kind of do what i want to do um and i am going through that literally right now (laughs) yeah it's like uh, but i've also like started doing stuff that's like a little bit different where i've started taking time that i've spent playing games off stream out of discords or whatever and i've started turning that into content with no pressure it's like if it's there it's there if it's not whatever Mm. And I started doing that recently with, you know, I've talked about it a lot. I play a game called Squad, which is a, a military sim. And um, very much enjoy it for, like, its tactical aspects, strategy, and all that jazz. And I have there's, like, a really cool group of guys that I play with and all that stuff. And that's slowly growing to people I've, I've played other games with. And um, it I've started taking, like, clips and stuff that I just take and started making content for TikTok out of that or Instagram and maybe one day YouTube shorts. Um, so that's kind of stuff I'm playing with now. And then I'm trying to figure out like uh, some other content related to, again, squad as like a different avenue to take in the simulation world for YouTube, right? Like pre-recorded content, like meta commentary about strategy of like what we're doing in this game and just maybe seeing how that goes. But that's like a long and you're way gonna off. you're going to do this all mm-hmm. on the same channel on YouTube? I'm thinking about it, yeah. Okay. I haven't... It, <laughs> Well, well, now, um, <laughs> I just like, dude, it's Sorry, just that, like, that sounded the, very judgy. I apologize. Um, no, 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 no. It, it's just like, I have the same, because, no, I, I'm asking myself the same question because I don't know, but I, you have I, a lot of cities content on there already. Yeah. And but, then some first looks. Yeah. It's just like, again, it's figuring out how to broaden that channel yeah. and making it apply okay. to multiple things. And I don't know. Part of me hesitates because, like, you know, I post the first look and, like, all of a sudden, like, viewership seems confused, right? Yep. And it's like, yeah. that's weird. Pretty it's like, is work. it gaming yeah. or is it as specific as the that's, game? And that's, yeah. Cause that's like, um, that's what, well, and I don't, I don't know what the answer to that is, unfortunately. No, I don't, I don't know that many people do. Um, because there's, we were, there's, well, we were just talking about this, Moose and I, mm-hmm. and, because Moose was kind of going through the same sort of um, struggle with like, you know, do I start a new channel or do I not? Um, and, uh, you know, and as, as much as you want to talk about that. Um, but like what I had found is that the way that YouTube puts things, puts eyeballs in front of your stuff is based off of what you've posted before. Yeah. Um, not necessarily mm-hmm. on, not necessarily on how, on how they follow you. Um, and so if you, if you put something that 
isn't in line with that, it's still going to try and show it to the same people, but the same people may not necessarily resonate with it, depending on the kind of content and the kind of um, uh, audience that you have. Yeah. And so I've always heard mixed messages as far as from content creators, as far as like if you should start a new channel or not, um, depending on, I guess, what it is. I know for me, like I've, I've talked to a lot of people on the YouTube side because that's definitely the route that I'm personally headed. Mm-hmm. And it goes as far as like even um, so. So, yeah, I would posted City Skylines content to YouTube. Right. And I've started to make the branch into urbanism um, and more IRL based content. And even one that's like that featured a lot of IRL footage about a topic I was talking about. But then that topic was discussed in City Skylines. That difference there was enough to be, um, and and from the people that I talked to as well, was to the point where it, it may have been better suited, even though it did involve city skylines, may have been better suited on a separate channel because of how different the stuff that was discussed was, even though it relates to city skylines, because it's still urbanism. We're still talking yeah. about, it was like some bridge uh, here in Vancouver that I thought, you know, their proposed plans for it suck and here's how you can do it better in city skylines, right? Uh, even that is far away enough that YouTube didn't know, like the algorithm doesn't know how to send it out and whatnot. So even branching from like your main content on this game is enough to throw it off, um, which is very, it's interesting, man. It is. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I'm like fearful of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, again, like I haven't had anybody say this or that directly. Yeah. That's like yep. what you just said is actually really interesting. I would mm-hmm. say part of the issue is like you're dubbing it as, like a largely IRL video. It's not a gaming video. Yeah. Like, it's mm. not the difference between like I'm I'm playing this game and I'm yeah. playing cities and I'm seeing the difference. It's like IRL. So mm-hmm. then you I think that's like such a faraway category. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like I want yeah. that example in the context saying. of like two games, you mm-hmm. know? As, I see what you're saying. You're not looking other. at yeah. it in the context of you're, you're, challenge. You're it's in the context of gaming. Yeah, okay. you're borderline saying it's a vlog slash gaming, mm. which Yes, drastically different. Yeah, right? yeah, the, the vlog it, part for sure. Yeah, and that's like, I can understand the algorithm being sort of confused by that, but at the mm-hmm. same time, the algorithm's basing it partially off of your tags, your descriptions, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you factor in thumbnail, and you know, there's a lot thumbnail, of, obviously, yeah. there's a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it's a, a, dude, it's so hard to figure out. Like, the, and there's no, there's no yeah. textbook. <laughs> it, like, I yeah. just know from a, uh, a standpoint like i've i've looked at some bigger youtubers and they post a variety of content um or they can post variety of content because they've done variety right so while i've built my channel of you know what three and a half oh, yeah, yeah. thousand subs off cities it's like at some point where do i get the next three and a half from right because i'm not I'm not growing exponentially at cities and yeah, i think there's yeah, like yeah. several youtubers that are very successful at growing strictly off cities but like i, I don't know if that's me i don't know if that's my avenue and like I've done content and, you know, I've got either. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. And, you know, the move it video that I created years ago has tens of thousands of, of views. And that has not always turned into 64,000. Um, thank you. Um, subscriptions. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like figuring out like, okay, is it the thumbnail? Is it the call to action? You know, all these things. And I continue to break that down. 
do I need to appeal to other audiences too? Like, how do I do that? Do I make catchy? You know, do I do something drastically different? How upset is the establishment of my subscription base going to be mad if they see a squad video posted? Yeah. Like you just chase the memes. That's pretty much. Yeah. Dude, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a very, it's a very interesting world. Like and oh, I, man, I wish, yeah. I wish there were better answers for it. I wish there was more clarity into it. I think, I think what I'm trying to figure out is like how to broaden that audience. And I may be too forceful at how I'm doing it sometimes um, right. if i do if i do like military sim content side by side with city stuff like how does that work like am i gonna have to upload cities videos at the same time to kind of offset right and make people say oh wait he's posting other stuff let me go look at that because i feel like if you're you might play city skylands but are you just a simulation nerd that also likes military sims by chance yeah. no <laughs> is is there any crossover there probably not <laughs> can we hope maybe you know it's just i don't know well I think it shows that you're thinking about it, and that's kind yeah. of, in my opinion, like a really good first step because you're putting thought into it, and you're 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 caring about it. It sounds like that you're passionate about it, and I know that like at this point, there's someone out there or some other YouTube video that's just gonna say, well, I'm just just do what you're passionate about. It'll just all fall yeah. into place." And it's like, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think there's like that, you know, it goes back to looking at numbers uh, though. Yeah. At some point yeah. I have to figure yeah. out if it's valuable to exactly if it's, va yes. if it's worth the time I'm putting in your time. Yes. And if it's, if it's something that, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I look at like, I did my own like Patreon podcast about this stuff. And like, I talk about how I kind of look at streaming to some degree, like a business now. Because I think right. at some point you kind of have to, yep. and right. it is your brand, right? It is you, however you want to like set it up, but you know, you do typically you, whether you make $5 or $20,000, like you might make an income right. off of it, even if it's just extra. If that's what if, you want to get out of it, then you have to start thinking yeah. of it that way. There's just no other and, way around it. Because yeah. guess um, what? The government thinks it's a business because they're going to tax you. <laughs> like, hello. Like all those, <laughs> yeah, like all those things are going to happen. So I, I just I started you're going to think at it's it. a business, but then when tax come time comes around next year, you'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, man, it kind of is, is a business. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just one of those things. You, I think, at some point, you get to you understand it's a business, and you don't want to just say it's all about numbers or finances or anything like that because it it isn't. Like it doesn't exist without the community part, but um you know, at the end of the day, like you have to look at some of that data to understand where to go from here, what to do differently, how to improve. Like if your numbers are dipping every time you do something specific, like, Hey, maybe that's not working. It doesn't mean you don't have to do that. Maybe you just need to tailor it differently. It's either that's not like, working or that's the thing that you understand that are, right, well, I really like this. So I'm going to do it anyway, understanding that that's going to, I have to yeah. then either make up for it somewhere else or just take the hit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just the data. And people do do that. The data is there. And I, I, I think that the issue that people try to separate from looking at data is self-worth. And that's yes. the, I think, the issue we have, like, that's really, really bad that we all do, is we yes. look at the data and we we then say, okay, I'm not worthy, I'm worthless, however you want to phrase it, because yeah. 
100%. 20 less people, people are not coming around. People are not thinking of yeah, me or yeah. including me or they whatever. They stopped. Like, they discontinued their sub. They unsubbed from Patreon. They left my Discord. I mean, in the two months that, uh, the last two months where I haven't been on online, now, like I've looked at my Discord stats, right? And I've lost 15 to 20 Discord members in just really? that oh, two wow. month period. Wow. Like, and that's just what happens. Yeah. Um, whether it's, they said, "Hey, I just need to. I need to clean out my Discord pot, and it's fine. It, it doesn't. It just happens. There's a natural attrition on every platform. Like I'm going to lose course. YouTube subs. I'm going to lose Twitch Twitch follows. I lost a bunch when I when I was offline. You kind of get you kind of get numb to it. It just happens. And um, are I think you? It's, yeah. Uh, have you have you <laughs> have you figured out? a way to deal with stuff like that the mental health side of it or are there things that you're still kind of like i think i'm still working on i think i'm always trying to figure it out man i Mm. again i i feel like kind of looking at a number like midway through steam when you just you just say you know i need to know or i need to check it's Mm -hmm. it affects me less now than it did okay you know, I, I looked at the number and I was like, hey, you know, it's bummed to see 10 or 15 people, 20 people leave Discord. Like, that sucks. Because yeah. that's where mm-hmm. I feel like there's the most direct community engagement. Um, especially when it's, like, active and you're utilizing it the right way. Yep. And uh, it sucks. But, you know, does it... Does it matter? <laughs> does, like, we're, you know, you know, I, we're I think every one of those people active? It right. It doesn't... But we do tend to still associate it with self-worth or with, um, and I don't know what the answer to that is. It's like, if you are, if either people leave or you're not seeing as many numbers in your stream, or if you're not included in certain things, like you still sort of just go, well, well, why and and yeah. i think the problem is is because there is no answer to it like there isn't someone it's almost kind of in some ways better if someone comes to you and says hey i just want to let you know that i left your channel because of yeah and then insert answer but i um, don't know if that would i feel like that just that almost makes it worse it's helpful <laughs> but then it almost makes it worse like don't tell that's me what dude. I mean. that's what i mean <laughs> Like I, I, I just I'm not say I didn't say that that's always I just said like so just just compare okay all right you know what I mean here's <laughs> here's the thing is like I you know I have felt it's it's that plus it's comparisons to other people around you too like in terms of gauging your success like there's all these pitfalls you can take oh, um, we've talked about that before where it, yeah we, it's we do dive into the the mental health topic a little bit because we yeah. we, we feel like. We feel like that it's either there's no time to talk about it on stream or mm. it's taboo or it's going to bring the stream down. And mm. all of those things are probably true either together or separately. But yeah. like here, it's like, yeah, we have to like kind of put and we've we've gotten feedback on it. And people were like, you know, we didn't even think about it that way or we didn't hear people mm. talk about that. And so it's like, I just think that it's important to air that out. Mm-hmm. Not that there's necessarily going to be answers here, but it's just kind of like, yeah, we do tend to attach that to self-worth too much. And I just, and I don't know why. It's like I, we, and I, th- I think a lot of us know the, know like, oh, that's not like, like, like 
in a different situation or like if someone else is talking about it and you're talking about them, you, you're going to tell them that's not you and you know, it, you're, you're better than that and that's not you as a person. But if it's happening to us, it's harder to separate. I think because we're, I think part of it is because we're so trained to think that like if people are in your chat and they're talking to you, right, you're popular. You know, it's like this thing we had in middle school, <laughs> high school, college, mm-hmm. like people talk, people like me, people are doing yeah. this, this. And then we relate that very quickly to self-value instead of being there able are to many sort of aspects of streaming that are, yeah, high school. It, yeah. And it's, it's like one of those things. It's like, that's just sort of how we were kind of programmed along the way. And, um, and we, we find ways of including that even into streaming. And even if it's not, let's say you're not the most popular, maybe your, your monetary support's crazy right? Like you, you tons of gifted subs, tons of this, you know? So, okay, well, there's a positive, right? That we lean into just again. Wow. Look at, look at how much money I made. You know, it, it, even it, that mm-hmm. doesn't have to be streaming, right? That could just be your job. Like you you work on wall street, you make a ton of money. Like look at how successful I am and all these positive things. And then, then you have the, on the other side of it, you have someone that doesn't do that. That's like comparing themselves to that. Right. And then you, then that's where the negative stuff creeps in. I just, I think there's a lot of things that go into streaming that you can easily associate with like these positives that you want or feel like you're supposed to want yeah, and need maybe even like in your head yep. that mm. then okay. if they, if they don't exist or if they're taken away, then that becomes that negative thing. And then it, it quickly goes to self value because it's like, you've been programmed for years to think of these things as, part of your value, right? It's like ingrained. And I don't know what the word is. And I think the only thing I have that says like, that's hard to say like how to separate it is, is typically when people say, don't associate this with your self value. That's all they say. There's no guide. There's no book on Mm. it. It's just, (laughs) Hey, the Mm. the tweet said, don't just cause you had 10 viewers doesn't mean you suck. Don't don't associate. Okay, okay so how do I not <laughs> like, do that? Yeah, yeah, there's no there's no guidebook on it. It's just people say don't do that. And I yeah. think it's some oh, like, yeah. realistically, like I've never had someone say this is how you don't do it. Um, that doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, that I know of. I no, mean, there's honestly, probably like yeah. there's probably things like don't look at your numbers. Okay, cool. Talk relentlessly to chat. But I've I, you know I've done that and I've had bad streams. Yeah. Like yeah. I can sit here and I can just spout off nonsense for four hours and still it won't be the best stream. And then you're like, well, I did that and that didn't work. Now I feel like crap. Or like, don't look at your numbers, talk to chat, and you talk to chat and someone who's in chat is not helping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, you know, I've, <laughs> yes, I've had, dude. oh man. There's yeah. been people that have come in and said things that have seriously made me gauge myself. Like, look at myself. Right. I like, wow, I must really suck. Or you're having a bad hair day. It's like all these things can happen. You're putting yourself out there. I love and, the know, one where they come in and then they go, okay, well, I'm going to go watch this other person that's because uh, they're better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, that's helpful. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. And I, I've tried to do what I can to put some of that. You know, like I, you know, I've, I've gotten, I'm a smart ass. And I don't mind telling someone like, okay, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> like, like whatever yeah. <laughs> you get kind of numb to some of that after a while. And then I think the same thing applies to just looking at things and not letting them affect you as much. It's just hard. And I'm trying to get better at it. And even after four and a half years of doing it, it still sucks. Like it still hits me. Um, okay. it, it's hit me as recently as a couple days ago. I'm just like, damn, I can't quite crack this code, you know? And I'm, I'm doing a lot of short form, like kind of tester stuff. Like what works, you know, I'm just throwing stuff at the wall, which I don't really enjoy doing. Like, I want to have a plan in mm-hmm. place that's successful. Right. I'm throwing stuff at it, and it's like, wow, I did this video, and it got 100 views. 
on tick, you know, whatever. Billions of people use this app. Like, how do you figure that out? And nobody really knows the answer oh, that, yeah, I can change the hashtags. I can repost. I can do these things and whatever. And it, it's just, it's trying it's not to let that affect animal. me and just trying to, we, huh? We talk about YouTube and Twitch a lot. We haven't even begin to talk about TikTok. I've just yeah. realizing moose. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you kind of, you kind of have to now. And it's, it's like, I'm just trying to play with things and different ideas and not just be discouraged. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. what's interesting to me too, is like, even since I've been streaming and with um, some of the things that have happened the last couple of years with COVID and kind of like being less social, like a lot of my confidence is gone. I'm like trying to figure out how to get some of that back to not really? be as sitting back and like looking at myself all the time because that not, that didn't used to always be the thing I did. Um, mm. And again, going back to like self value, but I think overall, I think you just have to find little ways of, of separating it and, you know, ultimately like look at the positive things, you know, and I think someone said it well, not too long ago that if, you know, you have 30 people in your chat, imagine 30 people in your home. Like that's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. It's kind of neat, right? Like 50 people, 20 people, whatever. Um, I just, I think there that's is an area. Really good thing to put a third, like yeah. 30 people. And I didn't, I didn't, call, I don't, I don't remember who said that. Like I've heard it a couple of times and I, I try to look at that. It's hard. Um, yeah. It's hard when your chat's quiet because <laughs> you're just kind of yeah. sitting there. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I think yeah. though, I think there's things you can do with numbers that is productive to say, okay, how can I remedy this? What's working? What's not working? And just be Wait. constructive about things. And sometimes you, sometimes it goes as much as like, go to a friend. Don't go to a friend and say, I suck. My numbers are in the toilet. Say, Hey, let's be constructive about this. Like, what can I do to improve or what can I do to, you know, fix this or that? What should I be doing? What should I spend more time on? Should I stream an hour less and make eight TikToks in that hour? Like, I guess you'd have to have that friend to go to in the first place. Cause (laughs) you do, you do. But if you, again, like if you're not like, if you're not networking and you're on this platform, that's, that's tough, dude. That's tough. And I think it is, I will say though, that like, man, it's, it's hard because like a lot of the same things that I've always said that internet and Twitch and all of that is just an extension of real life. So like all the stuff that you struggle with IRL don't necessarily go away just because you're in front of a computer. Um, so like one of the things that like I struggle with is definitely the networking part. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people do. And I hear that all the time that people say you got to network, network, network. And it's like, okay, great. Again, how do you do that? That But I, but, Where's when I look book? from the outside <laughs> at you and you and I don't talk consistently, like we don't play games together, but I see the opposite. I don't, I feel like you've done networking and I think you've done a decent job of it because you you've been in chats, you've talked to people, you've been a part of their community things. You've, you go around and yeah. I, I don't know if it's a self-reflection of you saying, I don't do enough more so than saying, I don't do it. Probably more but, of, I don't do enough. I, yeah. I think that and, I probably should, focus more on it a little bit more than i do sure uh, do you know what changed the game for me in that regard though was, was that twitchcon the first uh, twitchcon i went to that's that's when it clicked see, um twitchcon gives me hives that which is not the reason why <laughs> okay well we're Wait, gonna work through me, that one i guess uh, <laughs> that's the next that's we'll work on that on the next podcast <laughs> Well, if they ever decide to have one on the East Coast, I'll be there in a heartbeat. But no, oh, Pax East April, Pax East April, <laughs> or Pax that too. East. Pax East Pax. April. Okay, okay. Pax Boston. East. Are you going? Are you going to Pax East? I want to. 
Very much want to. Right. Okay. So that's a no. Um, what do you mean that's a no? <laughs> what do you? <laughs> I think you, it's too I, like. It, just keep in mind, you I don't have to go to yes. like. You don't have to go to the convention or something like that. Like you can just. I just think like it, once you start to make those bonds and stuff, you know, even if it's finding time to like hang out in Discord, play a game, and then eventually you might meet that person or develop that relationship. Like just yeah, networking is huge. You got to have pe- you. I firmly believe you have to have people to bounce ideas off of in this world in this industry. Um. If you don't, you're just gonna drive yourself insane because you're you're asking yourself questions. Yeah, and that just goes in circles. That's important. You, yeah. y- yes, it goes in circles, and you have to remind yourself that you're not alone, especially now because there's so many people that are out there. There's yeah. so much info and information out there. Not all of it good, you know, objectively, um, or subjectively, uh, but it's out there, and it's something to take into account and to try and, and grow from and and i think yeah. that that's actually important to remember i think is there I, like um go ahead. go ahead no no you first i was just gonna ask if you had any like any parting words or word of advice for either someone who is already doing content creation or who um is thinking of starting to do it either on twitch or twitter or youtube or trovo you know um, <laughs> all, the, all the things yeah. um <laughs> i don't know man like it do do what you can be happy with afterwards you know like whether that's streaming once or twice a week and just enjoying it for what it is if you want to make it into a bigger thing like you're gonna have to put in the effort and time so do it the way you think later you will be happy with that and do your, mm-hmm. you know, do your best at that. And because I think what you'll realize is you're going to spend an, an insane amount of time setting up. You're going to spend an insane amount of time fig- trying to figure out how to promote yourself, how to set up OBS, how to work a bot, how to connect to Twitch or how to play a game to be able to make it presentable, how to connect with other players, how to do whatever it is, how to make TikToks, how to make Instagram, how to make a YouTube content piece. Like, how to make a channel out of you, you know, like content for your channel. Like there's all these things you can spend your time on, you know, even four and a half years, four years in, I was spending, I spent like a large chunk of my Christmas like time last year, like 40 hours redoing my graphics to be all customized, all stuff that I made like 40 hours. That's a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did that yeah. in the matter of like a week and a half. So that's on top of having a job. It is an endless amount of time that you can spend on it. You have to just decide what's best for you and your mental health. And you have to maintain that and you have to stand by values. I think values are very important for anybody like to have some things, things you stand upon and stick to. You don't have to be vocal about things you don't want to be vocal about. Like, um, you know, I, I just think it's staying true to yourself and stuff and, and all that jazz. It's nothing like a profound. Um, I, I do believe the community over content is important to remember in the end. Um, that it's not always about like what game you're playing and stuff like that. Sometimes it's just about being there and being, you know, a member and a leader. And I think as a leader, you have to decide the direction at times of what your community is doing and where you go from here. And you're going to have to make tough decisions and they're not always going to work out, but it doesn't mean you're any less valuable as a person. You still have something to offer and, um, yeah, don't, you know, do your thing, man. Have fun.
I think that's a, I think that's that's important <laughs> to remember. <laughs> moose, um, mm-hmm. do you have anything else that you wanted to like go over? Yeah, hit me, moose. Hit me with no, that's that's um. Wow. <laughs> I've uh, no, it's been really good. It's good because it's there's a lot of. I don't know. It's just I I really like hearing from you on the the mental health side of it because it's something that I struggle with a lot. Like I know what I'm passionate about and it's a hella passionate about. Like um, yeah, just streaming content, content creation in general, more so than streaming, is really where my passion lies. And yeah, a lot of this stuff just like man, it's it eats at you. You know, it yeah, really, it really does. does. It, it and as the body of work increases, it doesn't necessarily get easier. No, I not at you, all. <laughs> I think you learn to grow thicker skin for some things. Yeah, yeah. But um, stop, dude. Like I struggle with it still, and mm-hmm. I, I have, I think like I have those months or weeks or whatever where I'm, you know what? Who gives a crap? Yeah. Oh, about yeah. that stream. Who gives a crap about that number or whatever? Let's just do another one and see mm-hmm. what happens. Like, you have those moments, but then you know, six weeks later, you're like, damn, that stream six weeks ago sucked, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Literally. It, yeah. It's crazy how our brains work to remind us of that, but. I think ultimately, like, you have to find out what works best for you to put it away and to keep yeah. moving and move forward. And, you know, I think you'll become more resilient over time, but it, it does it does always take its toll. And then I, I hate to say that after my, the, like, longevity I've had in the space, like, that it doesn't get easier. Like, that kind of sucks. But I think there, I think some of us find better ways of adapting quicker or more right. efficiently. Yep. And I'm still trying to find that way. And like, yeah. I, like I said, I've, I've done periods of time where I'm, like, way better about it than I am. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe maybe it's just that one thing that's clicking or not clicking outside of stream that's making you reflect differently or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's a, lot of, a lot of stuff there, but you know, it takes time. It takes takes figuring out. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh man, yeah, it does. How much yeah. time does it take, though? Uh, yeah, can you give me a number? Years, uh, no. TBD. I haven't figured it out yet. I'll let you. Know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm almost sound. there. You know, you guys are gonna be like, "This is the saddest podcast." No, it, it's just <laughs> no, it definitely, definitely not. No, 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 no. That was that was perfect, Slay. I, I just, um, I think again, I think it's just like most. You just stick to your guns, do what you yeah. think is best, and and try to enjoy some things along the way, man. No one's pressuring <laughs> you to do one thing or the other. Have have a few friends to bounce ideas off of. Come up with some new ideas. Joke around. Make a TikTok. Whatever. Yeah. In the end, in the end, we're not. We're not curing cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but we could, though. We could. Yeah, based off cities. We'll use cities to cure cancer. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think I have that mod, though. I don't know. Right. Uh, I think is it not in movement? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Probably yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, but does... it, we're not we're not building rockets or yeah, yeah, space yeah. and no, stuff like yeah. that. It's just we don't you know. we don't need any more mods for our cities. Honestly. Yeah. No. Or really any game there should be <laughs> mods should be illegal and banned well, and well, that's not stop <laughs> the only way so, I- slay i'm looking for a new co-host of urban theories and um and <laughs> wow no, i just, mean well that that went imagine and so I gotta uh, go. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was that quick huh yep. that quick uh, no it's good it's good it's it's um i don't know yeah you're somebody that i found early on through through jedi and just you share a lot of a lot of stuff like probably i don't know i, I know i've sent you some some heartfelt messages but like you're yeah. somebody that i don't know i take not that i don't take other people's but like when you say something i take it 
Like, I, I, yeah, no, I take it to heart. Like the things you share about like your own journey on content creation and just hearing from you on it, it's it, it really does have a, a massive positive impact on myself, the content that I create. Um, yeah, so it's just like I, I, I super appreciate you being, you know, giving us the time to, to come on the podcast, but also just, you know, being open yes. and sharing these things because they're so, for me, it's so valuable anytime that I have around you or interacting with you, whether that's a stream uh, or in a voice, you know, a voice call here like this, right? It's, it's extremely valuable to me. So well, yeah. it means a lot. I, I really do appreciate it. You did send me some kind messages, and that's, I mean, honestly, that's. <laughs> That is the, in, in all seriousness, so that is yeah, the community yeah. aspect that I refer to. And that's yeah. a lot of times when I've been really down and stuff like that, that is the stuff that keeps me going. 100%. Picks yeah. me back up. You know, it's, it's, I've gotten messages from people that have seriously made me tear up because of yeah. the For impact sure. I had or um, the wow. impact a stream had or a moment had to somebody. And that's like, that's crazy to me that we can have that impact. And like right. doing yes. the charity stuff that I've done and the success that that's had is like, another one of those things that it's like damn that's wild like that is, i was gonna say you have certainly crazy. made an impact you know yeah not just it's, in city skylines but so just cool. in all that you've done through content creation the charity that he's talking about um is with uh, the wounded warrior project yep um i don't know have you done other charities of that that's been the only that's one it. so far right yeah that's yeah. that was my first charity stream was last year Slay, slay's yeah. first charity stream and he broke records for wounded war um, a warrior. Oh, oh my God! Wounded warrior. <laughs> it's midnight. I gotta go to bed. We gotta wrap this up. Um, which is why, which is why we say slate thirty five k because it was thirty five k that he raised. I'm pretty sure that if he did it again, he'll probably raise one hundred and thirty five k because that's the kind of impact that people have. It was basically pent up demand, and people were just like, "Take my money, meow." And they yeah. and he did. And so I want to say, bottle, man, is crazy. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you for doing everything. Me. Um. You know, I if we never see you in cities again, I will be there. Okay. No matter but, what you do. Um. <laughs> and uh, there's more cities because, coming. Cause, you, you, well, because like, because like, because like, that's how we found you. But that's not even where you started, and that's not where you are. And I don't think that's where you're going to end up. I think no, there's you, be- there's bigger, better things out there. I don't. And, um, I don't want to promise it, but you might see a city stream on YouTube. Oh, breaking we news! Actually, we, we didn't even talk about that mm, at all, but we can yeah. talk about that next time because you did mention we've all mentioned, well, except for Moose, that we were going to do a YouTube stream. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's coming. I already have kind of a all the yeah. frame of mind of doing it, and as mm. I know, you said you wanted to do it before the end of the year, but we're not Correct. making any dates or promises. Yeah, we're just gonna say keep a lookout for it if you want to know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I think this is awesome, and I think the subject matter that you guys talk about is really cool. And uh, you guys should be proud of yourselves because it's, it's a nice format. Oh, well, Hi. hashtag feels. Am I right? Uh, given given <laughs> those flowers, helping out the peoples because. Like you said, sometimes people don't necessarily hear it. It's like it's yeah. either a lot of memes or joking, or it's people just watching, or questions, yep. or drama, or um, you know stuff like that. And it's like sometimes you just gotta. And I will say this again. I will try to remember this. But if you're listening to this podcast and there is a content creator that you enjoy and you haven't told them specifically that you enjoy them, consider sending them a message, a whisper, yeah. a Discord DM. It doesn't. I wouldn't say in their chat because it just kind of. It's a little bit more personal. It doesn't have to be long. Just take out, mm-hmm. you know, a sentence or two and just tell them how you feel. 
it will make their day. Seriously. I promise you. Check in with your creators, man. The people that you enjoy watching. Yeah. Goes Don't a, just support them monetarily. Support them mentally as well.